Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is No The Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue, all right? I'm actually here with Brother Red. Um, she's going to be joining us in a second, all right? I am in a taxi cab. Hold on one second. I'm going to holler at you. Yes, indeed. Peace to the family. Peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. This is your brother, Red Pill, live in the building. Right there. All right. For this monumental show, this end of the year uh, review, end of the fiscal. All right. So um, I'm going to be with you in one minute. Brother Blue is going to take the show. I'm going to call right in. All right. So hold on. Yeah, so everybody, uh, hopefully everybody has returned in the finest health, mentally, physically, spiritually. I know that we are wrapping up a year that uh, was very interesting, might I add, energy-wise and just all around, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, love and light to everybody who, you know, lost a loved one or, you know, went through some kind of, any kind of calamities in this year, you know what I mean? And it's everybody, you know. But tonight we're going to talk about uh, what's ahead, what's in front of us, you know what I'm saying, which is always interesting, you know, because there's definitely a lot of things at play. So there's definitely a lot of things that uh, we need to know. So tonight we're going to be joined by uh, – a trinity, a trifecta, you know what I'm saying, of, uh, you know, some of our sharpest minds, you know what I'm saying, so to help navigate us through this new system. Yeah, hold on. All right, y'all. One second, family, just getting situated. Literally just walking through the door. All right. I will be opening the chat in a second, getting everything else situated. All right, just give me one second, child. And these, okay. Give me one second. Hopefully everybody is joining us. 
and health tonight. I second the brother's sentiments and say that um, as we close out this calendar year, we hope that, uh, you know, everybody has been able to extract the most out of this year. If a fact, any tragedy has befallen anybody or their family, we do send out condolences, you know what I'm saying? And we put the show together so we can inform the family, just as we did last year, of any of the necessary things that they need to know about the energy of this next upcoming cycle. All right? So we do these things to prepare the family and empower the family with information because, as they say, when we were growing up, one of our favorite favorite cartoons, knowing is half the battle. Okay? So here on Nova Ledge, we have pledged ourselves to get this information out. All right? I want to give a shout-out to Sister Kafonia and everybody that joined us this past Sunday at Nicholas Brooklyn. Of course, shout-out to Monique. Shout-out to Joel. Shout-out to Brother Hank Rising Son. Um, Shout-out to my brother Lester Levin. And everyone else who showed up in attendance to the lecture given by last Tuesday's guest. Okay? Sister Ali came all the way from China to give her first-hand account of what life is like abroad with business and life is like China. It was an amazing, amazing lecture. There was so much information that was dispensed. Um, if the family, if you're listening to this program and you didn't hear last Tuesday's program, which was our only program last week because we didn't get to do Friday show, we were attending the Kwanzaa event. Okay, shout out to the family who's still celebrating Kwanzaa. Yes, indeed. So if you didn't hear last Tuesday's show, I highly recommend that you go into the archive, check out Tuesday's show, all right? And I will only say that if you're serious about what you hear and this is something that you want to go forward with, I'm not going to share all of the uh, personal details about what she spoke about on Sunday. But I will say that I am here to facilitate additional information to those that are serious. If you feel that this is something for you, that it's part of your calling, and you you're ready to take that gigantic leap, you know what I'm saying, and put yourself on an international stage to do business and commerce, holler at me, and I'll share some details with you that can hopefully um, – help your transition a little bit smoother. You know what I'm saying? She gave me some keys that I have to share with the people who are for real while actually making that, that leap. So KTL Empowerment at Gmail, that's where you can shoot any uh, information to us at. We'll respond to you promptly and get you this information to get you to China. All right? 
start playing this high-stakes international game in this upcoming year. Okay? My brother, Lester Loving. I don't know what to say about Lester Loving. You know, the brother is a genius, unparalleled. Okay? The way that he um, addressed a lot of the situations that are clogging up our timelines these days, you know, the information and the perspective that he brought it from was very refreshing. He coined a new term. I know it's probably going to be very controversial with people that are tied into nationality and, you know what I'm saying, and, and stuck on our our uh, origins, you know, based on landmass or what have you. But he said, our people are astro Afro-Americans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, just had a particular ring to it. But more importantly, you know, more important than the title itself is his reiteration that we are children of the stars. We are from the cosmos. Okay? We are a galactic people. And he went to the definition or the etymology of the word disaster. And a disaster is a dis is a way. Astra is the stars. When you move away from the stars, you already you already are in disaster mode. You're already in disaster. So a lot of what we see about ourselves and our people, we are so far removed from our connection to the stars, you know, from knowing who we are, from which we came, and from which we shall return, and from which we derive certain powers from. It's so remote, so removed from these things that we are just, you know, scattered abroad and we are in a state of disaster. So let me open up Red's line. And, uh, you know, with shows like this, with shows that have preceded shows like this, all right, yeah. we do everything that we can to set the template so you cannot be in disaster, but you can be yourself closer to the stars. You can understand the relationship to the stars. You can understand the relationship to the stars that are within you, all right? Chat room is open, family. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's love it, man. Like Sledging. Yeah, sledging, just... Inspirational oh, legend, like every time he opens his mouth, you you you're gonna learn something that's just so profound. It's like, damn, the yeah. is right there. He has a he has a way with his teaching style, just profound. You know. So Indeed. here's how we go. we're going to open up family with our brother. Uh, Lord Strayhorn is going to be very quick, very direct. He deals with numbers. Numbers are very exact, straight to the point, literally. Um, we're going to bring in our brother, Destiny Grind, afterwards. Okay, we're going to close out with our brother, Wow, cool. Cosmo. Cosmo physician. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is a very exciting program. I almost got the jitters. I'm in such anticipation of hearing, you know, the combination of information to being right. able to mix it 
like jambalaya, you know what I'm saying, get that perfect uh, New Year's food, that, that perfect New Year's plate together, all-course all course meal. To Brother Rich, you know, we were running with just filming the ground railroad UGR. On the ground railroad UGR, we just filmed a few segments with that brother. Um, you know, Every one of the best. We went viral on that clip. Huh? I so said that clip went viral, the one that we did on um, Bobby Schmurter. Yeah, yeah, the Bobby Schmurter clip is definitely viral. Um, and that's a good thing, you know? Yeah, but I feel that no one was good, though. No one was good. Good dose of information to hold you over for the quote unquote New Year. Get your mind right. Shout out Doggy Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really yeah. Our brother Doggy Diamonds, Forbes DVD. Good way to end Yeah, that's the honorable way to end the year. When my, when yes. my, you know, with the streets, with Forbes DVD, you know what I'm saying? With the youth. Actually, that's, that's the platform that we can identify, identify in a community that has the ears of the youth. The streets. I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So uh, we're going to be on the radio show tomorrow night, Forbes DVD. Yes, Forbes DVD. We're going to take it to the streets tomorrow night in Brooklyn, New York, you know what I'm saying, on New Year's Eve. We're going to finish it out, you know what I'm saying, strong with our brother over there. And, um, yeah, you know, we'll be flooding the Internet the next few days. Some poignant commentary. Crying, that no criticizing, that no victimizing. You know what I'm saying? Powerful, powerful commentary. You know, living with mm-hmm. solutions, posing the necessary questions to ourselves. You know, so we all can become the change we're looking for. All right. Mhm. So, yeah. You got anything to say? No, sir. Mm-hmm. I said Brother Roy Strayhorn, he was in the building this Sunday at Sister Ali's event as well. Of course, we're going to shout that brother out. He will be appearing very shortly. Um, who else? I feel like I'm leaving something out for some reason. What else did we experience? Yeah. How was Kwanzaa? What, 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 you want to speak about that? Anything you got to say? Yeah, we had an um, interesting one two-day event. It was, you know, it was cool. I wish there were more people, you know, at the affair. Yeah, I, I said something. Yeah, I said something during my interview. Um, I think it was a segment you probably didn't show up for. And what I said is that our ancestors, our elders, should I say, are becoming ancestors. Yes. Um, they're dying with batons in their hands, tantamount how our ancestors in the time of Kemet used to take their jury with them to the grave. Our elders are taking the batons with them to the grave. So yes. there are yes. these situations and these organizations where there's nobody that's being primed for the next level of things. You know what I'm saying? There's no mm-hmm. emphasis that's being in the youth to say, yo, I'm passing this baton 
you know what I'm saying, I'm grooming this young man and passing this baton because I see the potential in this youth to be the next one. You know what I'm saying? I have faith. I see you give it up to Aquarius. Hmm? Like Piscean gives it up to an Aquarius, or the analog had to give it up to digital. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's not going on. The gods. No, it's not. There's, yeah, it's not there's, there's no changing of the guard going on in the community, and as a result, the community um, is very stagnant. You know what I'm saying? And this is just not the quote unquote pan African community or whatever community that you want to identify with that typically celebrates Kwanzaa, but I'm seeing it in other communities. And in other communities, I must say, that are not headed that way. Rest in peace to our brother um, Ben Ashmeel, right? Ben yes. Ashmeel? Ben Ashmeel. Yeah. Yes. Brother was a definitely, he was a legend. Yes. A great um, father, yes. I was able to, yeah, we were in Atlanta. We supported him on many occasions at the Soul Vegetarian Restaurant. I was always drawn yes. to the conviction of what it is that he was doing, you know, his demonstration. It was remarkable, you know, his success. Yeah, he always had young people there. Always. always. Yeah, always. The youth were there. And the those women, were, yeah, those women were happy. Open. Yeah, they were. They were emanating. I remember that about Very them. positive vibrations. Yeah. Very right. positive vibrations. Very happy. They always had smiles on their mm-hmm. face. Um, their service was yeah, 110%. You know, yeah, uh, it was just it's just a wonderful vibe in there. It was multicultural Discipline. on several occasions that I went in, so they were patronized from people that came from many places to come all the way into the West End to do business with them, which is saying a lot, family. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, I read I read the story about the brother. I was very impressed with his demonstration. You know, he comes from the era of the elders who actually got up and did things. You know what I'm saying? They just wasn't all taught. They were repeat with action. So we need to honor that, regardless of whether we approve of his doctrine or what have you. Um, you know, this this was a doer amongst us. This was somebody who moved things, you know what I'm saying, for what it is that he believed in, which is important. All right? So we want to honor that brother. I want to give a shout-out to my Hebrew brothers. You know, I got a chance to catch up with them the other night at the quote-unquote weigh-in. I think that's what they was calling it. Shout-out to Sanetta, House of Consciousness. Shout-out to Blight and his family. Shout-out to Shaka Atmo. Shout-out to Reggie. Shout-out to everybody that was on that panel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we send you brothers love and light. You know what I'm saying? Information is cool. Um, unity is better. I'll just leave it at that. You heard? Did you hear yeah. about the panel that we went to on Wednesday? With the Israelites? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I just oh. said. Yeah, I was giving the brothers a shout-out saying that we saw the family, you know what I'm saying, the entire family all of our Hebrew Israelite brothers over at the uh, symposium that was put on that was billed as the quote-unquote weigh-in. So, yeah, I was acknowledging all of the brothers and sisters that are part 
of those uh, organizations. You know what I mean? All right, so let me do this. Let me call our brother, Lord Trahorn, and bring him into the discussion. All right? Do this on this, this jazzy little phone contraption that they got built into blog talk. I wish I'd known about this earlier. I've been using this long time. And guess right in the system. Mm-hmm. No, I think they had it in. Yeah. Give me a second. We're starting. Hold on. Just waiting for the signal to pick up. Let me do this first. Maybe this is the spirit is telling me. I need to read the description first. And once I read the description, then we can jump into the phone calls. Okay? I'm going to open it up with that energy. So, family, welcome. Nodalize Radio presents the Cosmo Destiny of 2015, okay, featuring our brother Lloyd Strayhorn, Ra'aku, and our brother, our brothers, hopefully, both of them will be here, our brother's destiny grind, all right? Last year, we started our 2014 with a bang. Our resident oracles over at Destiny Grind opened up the new year with a powerful I Ching reading that pinpointed a multiplicity of events that would shape this calendar year of 2014. We will continue that tradition by providing an oracle forecast for what 2015 has in store for the planet at large, the melanated people in particular. Our good friends at Cosmophysics have been providing an ongoing narrative that utilizes the stars and the motions of the planets to track trends and occurrences in cycles, not only 365-day cycles, but sometimes over more expansive bodies of time. We will take a look at some of these cycles and see how they culminate in this upcoming year, whether you acknowledge the beginnings to be in January or the beginning of spring. There will be something included for everyone. Also, looking forward can't be accomplished without taking into consideration into consideration the year in review. Right? Looking back on some Sankofa. Our brother, the master numerologist Lord Strayhorn, will also be stopping by to give us some numerolo- numerological insight into the meaning of the upcoming year and specifically what it means to you. And depending on who you are, that meaning is sure to have a different meaning. So tune in to find out just exactly where you fit in. After all, this is all about you. So bring a pad and a pen because class, my friends, is in session. Okay? 
Hold on, I'm gonna ball with myself. All right. And then I'm gonna go to the phone line. It's only right. It's only right. Right. This phone now. Try to sting out. Okay, let's try this. Yeah, it's like magic. Yes, hello, good evening. Good evening. This is Brother Lloyd. Yes, it is. Peace. Welcome. This is Brother Blue Pill. You are on Nola Ledge Radio. <laughs> Hi, Brother Blue Pill and Brother Redfield. Glad to talk to you and glad to be on. Absolutely. And sitting here waiting to uh, just join you and say hi. Absolutely, Brother. Welcome. The platform is open. The audience is in the building. We have been awaiting your presence. Now that it is here, let us commence. First and foremost, I told the audience we had a wonderful time in Brooklyn this past Sunday. I don't know if you want to share a few words with our family because they got the opportunity to meet Ali on Tuesday. On the Tuesday show, she dropped by and she was able to enlighten the world about her experiences in China, you know? Yeah, well, you know what it is, Brother Blue Pill, is um, I was uh, explaining that, see, numerically, each year that we go into or leave has its own numerical influence. So the year that we're coming into will be the year, astrologically speaking, influencing those under Saturn. So if you look at mundane astrology or mundane numerology, China would be born under the constellation of Saturn, originally modern China as we know it, or um, under the sign of Capricorn. So it was explaining that numerically how China feels that, like in this country, we fear Friday the 13th, well, it's interesting because in China, four is not their luckiest number, but rather the number eight. So I was just explaining yes. that that Ali was a, a Capricorn, and thus China was a Capricorn, and thus they would be a pretty good alignment, and she seems pretty happy with the experience she shared with us Sunday. Amazing. What would be America's... Um, lucky number? Well, the United States uh, 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 conceived in that sense on July 4th, 1776 would be a cancer astrologically but a four numerically, thus July the 4th. And so by sign, if we're going into the year of Saturn, which would oppose the moon, there may be pressure or resistance, but Eight is normally associated with banking and 
business and government and real estate and enterprise and things of that nature, and also minds, things of the earth, uh, which is the nature right. of the age. And so cancer or July 4th or the United States is uh, a year for them or this country is considered, um, let's see, that's interesting because that's 742, a one. So this year for the United States, because, see, the nice thing of talking, being on your show is asking me questions I hadn't even thought about because there's so many things. But the nation itself will be under what is called a one personal year, a year where everybody makes what is called a fresh start. I've heard for whatever reason, and maybe because we're so close to the end of the year, that people say, man, you know, I'm so glad this year is over. I think everybody is in a way because we've gone through our ups and downs through the course of it. But um, right. so we look for a fresh start. But uh, the year for the nation is about one, new start to new beginning, taking a new charge of things. But for all of us, it's a year to go beyond the comfort zone, begin to take our lives to a higher level of expectation to, you know, because sometimes we all get what is called comfortable, some call it lazy, then we don't want to stretch here or there. But for, for whatever your goals are, your dreams are, your aspirations are, you need to take it another step because the opportunities are there, and if not, you're going to have to wait a long, long time before it comes again. Right. So for um, eight. Yeah, so we are designating next year as an eight-year, right? Yes, next year is the year of the up. eight. Now, right, for, for example, Brother Bluebill, see, you and I understand, but for those, let's say, it's a, a, a new a person tuning in, how I'm doing it numerically is very simple. I'm saying that 2015, when you add those four digits across, 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 5 equals 8. The beauty of numerology is they say, well, listen, Lloyd, listen. Well, if, if it's all of that, what do you think the year is going to be, the universal year is going to be for 5,112? Very simple. 5 plus 0 plus 1 plus 2 equals 8. It'll be the same thing three centuries from now, plus change. You see? So even though it's obvious you and I won't be here, numerically I can project. This is why if you go to an almanac, Brother Blue, they will able to project where the moon is, full moon, new moon, when it will rise, when it will set, retrogrades of all the zodiac signs, particularly Mercury, which is normally three times a year, um, and other positions in, in the heavens. And, and all of this is done can be done thousands of years in advance. And uh, so this is, this is wonderful knowledge to have, but this year moving forward for all of us will be a year where we should aim for achievement, expect some kind of recognition for a job well done. It's not about being lazy for the year coming up. It's about handling your business, growing up, okay, because Saturn makes you grow up. Saturn is governed under father time. And so now that we're in Capricorn or Saturn, and it's coming into the year of Saturn. This is why Capricorns and those under its exaltation of Libra will do very well, and those numerically born on the 6th of any month, the 8th of any month, the 15th of any month, the 17th, the 24th, 
the 26th of any month, but particularly if they're coming under the periods of late December into January and late September into October. This is a wonderful science. This is why I get so excited about this, you know, because everything is in harmony. Right. Do you know, One, Brother Blue, how many times? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's very wonderful. I'm listening. No, I, I was just going to say, do you know how many times man has predicted the end of time from Nostradamus to this, that, and the other? Remember the two years ago, dig this, two years ago, December, 12-12 was supposed to be the end of the planet. Dig this, two years ago, Brother Blue, okay? We're now December yes. of 2014. So what does that say? That says to me, as my, my whole notion is in a common sense way, is although man, whether in earnest or whether to kind of get some hype or whatever the case is, it scared the heck out of everybody because it was an Aztec uh, period where they were coming through their completion cycle, which was really a year of celebration rather than destruction, the way it was portrayed. Um, and I noticed that all of these predictors, since the beginning of time, that the earth would not be here. The one thing I noticed for sure, they are not here and Mother Earth is. So I'm going to always take my best with Mother Earth. I don't care how sincere or meaningful a person comes and say, man, it's the end of time. I understand. I understand metaphysically, symbolically in that sense. But in terms of that Mother Earth is going to take man or any species of life, even down to the insect, take over, I don't think so. The dinosaur was once up in here, too. They're not now. Right. So. Good point. Good point, indeed. Yeah. So, outside of you know, handling our biz and, and growing up. Is there any more suggestions that you would have for somebody, you know, for this upcoming year to synchronize themselves to the energy? Um, that, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I was about to say, or is it specific based on what that person's number is? Or, well, what happens is I was talking about the universal year for 2015, but we all have our personal year. How it's done is very simple. You take the month and the day you were born, and then you add it to the year you want to know about, which is now. Uh, would you like to give me a birthday, for example, Brother Blue? Yes, 1114. Um, okay. Let's say you take 11. Underneath, you put 14. Underneath that, you put the year that we want to know about, in this case, 2015. And the key is to put it in a way that you find out, now that we know universally what everyone to a greater or lesser degree will go through, so you say, okay, well, what about that later, Paul, that what am I going through personally? Well, what happens is when I take the month and day of the birthday given, November 14th, to the year I want to know about, which is now coming up, it adds up. Or to or across to a number six. Now, six yes. has to do with home and family. It has to do with stability, uh, uh, education. It has to do with obligations, 
adjustments. It has to do with health and see. For the birthday given, the key numbers to this particular person are always the five, the nine, and the six in that order. These numbers in that order will always affect this particular individual by either the days that rule these numbers, the dates that rule these numbers, or the months that rule these numbers, even the years and the ages. So let's say a person is is turning uh, 32. Well, Numeric, astrologically, they're Scorpio, but numerically, they're born on a five because one plus four equals five. Prince Charles's birthday, my brother's birthday, uh, other people I care for's birthday too. And so five is the most important number. Then they come under the sign of Scorpio. And then the follow-up number would be the number six. And thus, the individual born on this particular birthday of November the 5th or November the 14th or even November the 23rd because 1 plus 4 is 5, 2 plus 3 is 5. So you may get a different number down as your total, but when you go across, it's all going to add up to a 6. And thus, it is about romance and finance. Those that have been absent of love will find love. Those that have started love or been in a relationship will go to the next level. Those that have been challenging will probably meet going south very soon. And so only the person knows these things. Uh, And it's going to be a good year because it happens to be in alignment with this particular person's birthday. And that's that's how I see it for that. But that's that's how it is. And this is why I'd like to to share with, with your listeners that that's why I'm going to be teaching a course in City College uh, in several months, around March 25th. And all they got to do is go online, Google CCNY, uh, professional education, and, uh, and register to take the course. And uh, I teach people how to do this. Everything in numbers. You can't do anything, Brother Blue, without using numbers. You can't make it. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have this communication right now if we didn't have the right set of numbers to connect. Right. This this show wouldn't be on the air if the frequency was out of alignment. People would tune in, but they'd be static. Uh, things wouldn't be clear, but because the right. frequency is at the right set, the tone is crisp. It's you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. The IP, the I, yeah, the, the IP address, the binary code. It's all code. It's all it's all numbers. Yep. Yeah, there's very few things you can um, can do that has significance or even meaningless significance without using numbers. I just can't walk into any building and, and say I live here. I better walk into the right number building, okay? Uh, if I want to go to the right number apartment. Or uh, if you want to meet somebody significant and they just say call any number, you'd be calling forever. I mean, I mean, it just it goes on with the, you know, how much numbers are so much important parcel of our lives. We we take it very much. If numbers yeah. were to disappear right now, everybody would be two through, especially brother blue in their bank accounts. Okay, Cause that's where numbers sit too, and numbers mean a lot. All right. Yes, and then numerically. The numerically, um, the uni- universally identified, numeric- you know, the numbers. I, you know, you you can speak French, Russian, um, you know, uh, 
you could be from Scandinavia, you know what a two is and you know what a three is. Yeah. But if I see a, you know, I'm from America, if I see some German words, I wouldn't know what it is. You know what I mean? I would have to know that dialect or that language to identify their their language. But their numbers are, you know, but numbers are universal. Yeah, and see, and see, you know what it also is too, next to numbers, which are very symbolic, are symbols themselves. So in in time when man was from different cultures, different languages, different mindsets, if you notice, fast forward even to the 21st century, you go to an airport, a a main train station, like a Penn Station or something of that nature, they're always symbols like men's bathroom, women's bathroom, something where no matter what language, especially when like New York City speaks about a hundred and something odd languages alone, so you got to put things in symbols, and so it's uh, that no matter what it is, yes, the numbers and the symbols will always connect with everybody we meet all over the world, brother Blue. You are so exact. Indeed, numbers are everything, literally. You know, it's a core. Yeah, well, numbers life. numbers are the building block of uh, civilization. Uh, the pyramids could not have been built. Uh, on a helter-skelter philosophy. The pyramids to this day have been built with exact precision. Uh, precision. Uh, to this day, some of the riddle has been found, but not all of the answers to the questions have been found of how it was done, why it's last this long. It's one of the few natural wonders of the world that can be seen from uh, a, a telescope or a horoscope in space. Uh, along with the Great Wall of China, by the way, which is Saturn, coming up next year. That's why I yes. said China's going to have a good year. It's not only China, but other nations governed by the Saturn energy or the Libran energy will 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 feel the benefit of next year's influence. But uh, it just shows how everything affects us all. Indeed. So if somebody wanted to contact you personally to get in tune with their numbers, they wanted a... Well, they can go to my website. They can go, yeah, they can go to my website, which is uh, Lloyd, L-L-O-Y-D, dash, Strayhorn, S-T-R-A-Y-H-O-R-N, at msn.com. You said Lloyd, dash, Strayhorn? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. You know what it is? I've been running my mouth all day, so to speak. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry, no Brother problem. Blue. I've been so wound up, but thank you. Uh, please forgive me. I'm talking over too fast, all right? Mm. Absolutely. I'm just dropping a link in the chat room. I want to make sure that I'm typing the right thing. So, you know, hopefully the family will reach out and inquire about your services and, you know, get with the master. Well, it'll it'll be. I would be honored. Please uh, tell them that they heard me on on your show, your segment, and uh, I will respond immediately. I promise you. And by the way, they can do that even faster by calling my toll free number, which is one eight hundred five eight one four four zero one one eight hundred five eight one four four zero one. That's uh, the way. Leave a message. Yeah. Tell them they just heard me. Uh, I mean, I'm be getting back to them right this second because I'm on a writing assignment. I need to finish. But but other than that, 
uh, I'll get right back. It'll, it'll be sooner than later. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And thank you, you so much for having me on my show, and, and, and God bless you, man. You take good care of yourself. Oh, too, yeah. Okay? And let them know we do have an upcoming show, family, on the master of the numbers. Okay, Brother Casper Holstein, the creator of the number game in New York City, all right, who they uh, patterned the character, uh, what is Narcisse Valentine and the Mortarwalk Empire after. This gentleman was from St. Croix, and he has an even more interesting story in real life. So we're going to get to that. We have an upcoming show with Lloyd Strayhorn, and we'll be dealing with that specifically in the very upcoming near future, correct? Uh, but yes, 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 yes. But then you said something that triggered my mind. Uh, what's the name of that show that projects? Is, do they project Casper Holstein indirectly? Is that what you're saying by character? Um, Boardwalk Empire, the character's name is Narcisse Valentine, and his character is loosely based on the Holstein, correct? Loosely. Get out of here. I gotta, I gotta check that out. Thank you for letting me know. That this is going to be great. And whenever, whenever the stars align according to the scheduling, uh, it it'll be more than a pleasure to do. Okay. And this 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 is personal request of my grandfather from beyond the grave. Okay. And his name. Is okay. Lord. Let's make that happen. Let's bring in the new year, yes. making that happen, no question. And by the way, speaking of that, let me be one of the person wish happy new year to you and your fine family, your mother especially, and uh, and of course the audience, your listeners. Give thanks. Give thanks. And you as well. Okay. Okay, my man. Have a blessed, blessed week. You as well. Peace. Yes, sir. So that is some of the opening introductory information as to where we are going to be going tonight. All right. We have our next guest on deck. Trying to find some some intro music for this brother. Can you think of anything, Red? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't get to upload none of that J. Cole, man. Yeah, I'm finna upload it something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all Carolina's finest, yeah. To upload none of that J. Cole, man. So, you know, I'm gonna just go to the phone line and maybe this brother had a personal request or something. I could dig in the, uh, the archives, you know. Let me just give him the, uh, I'll give him some warm-up for it real quick. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Damn, where is this at? Oh, you know, we love how these drums come in. Sip the juice. I got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk. And they talk to whole New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. They money in Manhattan and never been talking. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Be strong on the island. The cool for lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop back up. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt the clout. They know what I'm about. Knocking niggas off. 
a nigga down, shaking them up, waking them up, breaking them up, breaking them up, standing on shaky ground, too close to the edge, let's see if I know the ledge. Hold up. 704-385. Peace. Seven zero four three eight five, Brother Destiny Grind. Are you in the peace, building? Peace, 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 peace. peace. Yes, sir. Right, I'm trying to building. find an intro music for you, bro. <laughs> hey man, you can't uh, you go know, wrong with the God. You had to go to the time on the classic. You know what I'm saying? Open of the way. You feel me? <laughs> No doubt, man. Good to be here, baby. Good to be here. Another another epic show. I see what's in the making. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you already know. It won't even be right, you know what I'm saying, if we didn't respect the Oracle and, and allow you to connect the threads, man, because you made some prophetic predictions on the last, last time you came through. Not even, especially the last time on the Chaos Magic show, you know what I'm saying? But prior to that, down with the king, which opened up the new year for 2014, you know, that 61 hexagram set the template for what we would see for the rest of the year. So it was only right that we kept the tradition yeah, alive. Man. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, they really make sense when you look at it from high, you know, hindsight, man. When you, when you can look back at the year based upon the reading, like, okay, or okay, I see what that means. You know what I mean? But that's 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 usually how it goes down, man. But uh at least at least you know what's on the radar, you know what's you have an idea what to look for, you know, based off your reading, man. So uh yeah, that's that's what it is, man. But um, good with you, my brother. Yeah, man. I'm good, man, I'm good. And I saw the line up tonight, man. I was like, Okay, okay. I had a quick little uh little story I wanted to share. Brother Rod Cool, man. You know, I, I had a pleasure of meeting a brother for the first time, like, about six months ago, man. We had an event in Charlotte. And so, uh, you know, he was talking, and, uh, you know, he was he, he started, he, start, he, he read me. He's like, yeah, 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 you know, this and that. And, man, he was hitting on some things. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's nice for you. And then he's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and then he was like, he, he was like, yeah, yeah, Um, also, man, yeah. You have you have issues with your neck, you know what I'm saying? That's because such and such and such, right? I'm like, okay. So I'm saying to myself, he all right, you know, because I'm feeling good, you know what I'm saying? I, he all right, you know what I'm saying? He missed yeah. he, he missed one, you know what I'm saying? I got to give him that. So uh, you know, I left it at that. So uh, <laughs> later on that night, man, we ride back to the spot, man. Me, and my man Drake, man, and. All of a sudden, I'm like, yo, Drake, man, my neck hurt. I'm like a motherfucker, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really good, man. I'm like, yo, that shit had me spooked, man. Like, so he's telling the future and all you know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, man. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's nice. Yeah. He nice. He made me a believer that night, dude. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, man, Uh, yeah, it was interesting what the brother was talking about when he was building on these numbers, you know. Yes. Y'all know that's 
this this math, man, these numbers, that's the that's the fundamentals of everything around us, man. Especially when you're dealing with, you know, without without what I deal with the the, the high chain, man. That's that's definitely. I mean, that's definitely based off of numbers, you know. More specifically, that's based off of uh, binary, you know, binary code, zeros and ones, man. That's the that's mm-hmm. the whole mathematical, you know, makeup of. That's how computers work. You know, the whole right. science of binary, right. man. Yeah, computers, exactly, man. Computers, that's how they communicate. Everything is done, you know, with those zeros and ones, zeros and ones, you know, corresponding to the to the, to the the thing, man. Uh, the zero will represent yen, and the ones will represent yang. So based off of those, you know, that binary system, man, that's, that's, that's how everything works, man. So I started doing a little research on the science of computers and what this whole binary you know, system came from man, and uh, they accredited to this uh to a European back in the 1600s, man. His name was uh, well, I had it. I just I was just looking. His name was Gottfried Gottfried uh Leibniz Leibniz, hard to pronounce it, but it's L I L E I B N I Z. That's his last name. Evidently, this cat was a he was like a philosopher, man. He was he was a scientist back in the day. And uh, he linked up with the Jesuits at the time in China. And so the Jesuits put him on to the I Ching. So he started studying mm-hmm. the I Ching. He noticed, this, he noticed the binary makeup of the I Ching. That's how he got his, you know, that's how he got his theories from. So basically, if you want to look at computers, it's based off of how the I Ching actually operates, binary code. Everything in the universe works off of the, you know, those principles, yin and yang, the opposites and, you know, duality and all this type of stuff, man. So uh, that's why when you when you do these readings, man, they they they, they be they be so on point, man, because these are the energies around us. It's the yin is the yin and the yang. They shoot the tip, not. You know what I mean? So uh, I find that interesting, man. So if y'all want to, you know, anybody in the, you know online listening or whatever want to research the I Ching, man, check this check this guy out, man. His name is Godfrey uh, Leibniz, and you know he break down our buying everything, man. I thought that was interesting. I'm gonna research. Yeah, I definitely got to follow up on that. Yeah, gotta yeah, do yeah. research on the brother. You know what I mean? I mean, and especially it's interesting because when you do hear about uh, the Jesuits and 16th century Europeans discovering something, you have to be extremely wary and dig a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because they they did a lot of remixing. You know, they did a lot of Iggy Azalea. You know. They were in conscious circles. They were in ciphers where a lot of information was, was being disseminated and shared, things like that. And um, when the people who were disseminating the information had their backs turned or got expelled, you know, or kicked out contemplations and inquisitions, when they were burned at the stake, you know, during the Inquisition, the Crusade, and, you know, killed off their information in their inventions and their theories and their treaties and all in their, their literature, all of this stuff, their intellectual property, their treasure chest of jewels. As we all know, yeah. the same thing that they did with the patent office, the same thing that they've been, that they've been doing historically, they just went ahead and swagger jacked it, put their names, Europeanized it under the names and things of that nature, and they claimed it for themselves. We know they got our work. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's 
That's what it is, man. So, um, but yeah, man. So you know, back to the back to the topic at hand, man. Uh, you know, we, we we'll definitely get into this uh, this oracle reading that I've done for the uh, upcoming year. And uh, as yeah. you, you know, as you as as you talk Can about you? you know the ones that we did. Yeah, go ahead. Can we briefly go over the oracle reading for 2014 for the family who? Um, did not hear that episode, and we're going to encourage them to go into the archives when this show is over to follow up. But if you if you might give them some keys or like a legend to help them through that episode or some of the things that you touched on to, you know, I feel you pinpointed this year to a T when I listened to it last night. You hit it bullseye. Uh, okay, yeah, let me see if I can... Uh... Look at my notes, man. I think uh, what was it uh, last year? We had uh, last one, last time was 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 it the six the sixty first hexagram, right? Was that uh that uh, inner truth? The sixty one hexagram. Yeah. Was that inner truth, man? Um. Hold on a second. Uh. I gotta grab. I gotta grab my notes, man. Was you know I, ain't, I really had that in front of me. Uh, let's see, I tell you what, man. Uh, I don't really, I don't have that one in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, no I'm problem. Come back to no that. problem. I'm gonna come back to yeah. that. But uh, this new one I done. It's so complex, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna have to really go on on this one. So um, for 2015. I had to post this question, you know, differently. I asked, based upon the demographics of our listeners, you know what I'm saying, I asked what what kind of challenges will we face in 2015 as black people as a whole? You know what I'm saying? Some of the, some of the type of things we're going to have to face and overcome in 2015. <clears throat> so I took that to the Oracle, and uh, this, is, this is what we came back with. Um, Based upon that, we got the 49th hexagram in the I Ching. And it's crazy, man. It's, it's uh, The 49th is called uh, Ku, K-O, or Revolution. <laughs> and so uh, how I like to do it, I like to read it directly from the text. And then interpret it from based upon that, you know what I'm saying. So we have a, you know, so we have a clear, clear interpretation of, of, of what the I Ching and the Oracle is saying to us as a whole as Black people. So um, some of the concepts I'm gonna be reading, uh, you know, hexagrams. You can start hearing words like hexagrams, trigrams, things like that. That's something that can also be researched. The viewers can all, I mean, the listeners can. Research that on their own. They can, you know, look up hexagrams, uh, you know, uh, trigrams. Uh, they also call the bak, the bak, the bak, the bak, the bagua. Uh, martial arts uh, uses a lot. You see these symbols a lot. You see, if you look at the North Korean flag, you see these trigrams around that man. I mean, South Korean flag. You know what I'm saying? So, well, uh, these uh, concepts probably might be foreign to some people, but uh, I'm gonna try to break it down. So, as I best I can. So let me get started. Uh, <clears throat> so you got the fourth. Bro, 
Yo, hello? I'm actually, I'm practicing Bagua right now. Please continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so uh, the 49th hexagram is composed of twa, which means uh, emotionalism and, sensual, and sensuality above in a leading position and lead clarity of perception and thinking below. Emotions must never supersede clarity of thinking and reasoning. Such a situation must be changed at once, hence the theme of revolution. Read that again. Emotions must never supersede clarity of thinking and reasoning. Such a situation must be changed at once, hence the theme of revolution. Just to give you an example of what that might mean, let's take the situation the situation that's going on right now with the police and black folks, the clashes that's being that's happening in this country, you know what I'm saying? With you know what I'm saying, with black folks being gunned down, and you know you got a lot of lot, a lot of riot and stuff like that going on. So you got people protesting. That's a form of revolution. People wanting change to happen, right? So they are, you know, people out here protesting. They're doing this and that. But according to this. Emotions must never supersede clarity of thinking and reasoning. Such a situation must be changed at one has to be in revolution. Take the example of the young the, 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 the brother from uh Baltimore that came up the new NYC and popped two officers in the car. You know what I'm saying? Now in his mind, you know, he was he was justifying I'm like, look man, it's time for some change. We gotta make some shit happen. Boom, boom, boom. So he went out and he done his thing. That's a form of revolution, but it wasn't done with clarity. He was dealing, he was dealing with his emotion. He just popped his girlfriend. You see what I'm saying? According to the I Ching, that's not the way you deal with revolution. You don't deal with it in that type of manner. But I'm gonna get a little deep. I was just, you know, breaking that down to you. This, this hexagram provides instructions on how to deal with revolutionary and radical changes. They do not represent the normal way of nature, and must therefore be handled with care and intelligence. Such changes must be undertaken as the last resort with expert guidance. The leader of the change must must be possessed with clarity and good reasoning ability because a successful revolution can only be achieved by the enlightenment of the people. Change through force will eventually lead to a backlash. By extension, the hexagram applies to the need for radical changes to adapt to rapidly change the situations, just not an incorrect behavior. The Holland River, and by the way, I'm reading this. Man, this is this is an amazing book I'm reading from. I, I had a collection of I Ching books that I use, man, but this is by far the most complete one I ever read. And this was, it's, this one just came out by the brother uh, Ra Anefa Amen. This, so this is a this is a New York Brooklyn thing right here I'm reading from you. And uh, he got what's called a Harlem River Complementary Relationship Hexagram. It says, Hexagrams 49 and 4 are complementary. Not everyone can be expected to adjust or go along with the change. A policy of re-education must accompany the revolutionary changes that is indicated by the four hexagrams. So just to break all this down, 2015, Black people as a whole 
have to make some type of, you know, it's, it's evident. We got to make some type of change. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, just take just take the situation that's going on with the with, with the uh, you know with the police officers, you know, shooting people and stuff like that, man. If we get if if if, if the change becomes too radical, you know what I'm saying? Like start resorting to violence, things of that nature, then the backlash is going to be too much for us to handle. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be it's gonna actually make matters worse. Andre three thousand, he had this verse. He said, "We writing." He said, "We writing. We writing and raving about gas, nigga. They made them gas. They got some shit to blow out our backs from where they stay at. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So you gotta look at how you handle these type of changes, and then you gotta also look at the behavior." Of our people as a whole That shit gotta be changed too So I'm gonna get a little deeper Now uh, the line says uh, The line we gonna read is line 3 It says No it's line 2 It is now the time to start the revolutionary change Success depends on Intelligence and knowledge Not on force Intelligence And knowledge And not on force You know what I'm saying so Things got to really be thought through. You know what I'm saying? We can't be making moves based based off of emotions. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of anger. We got a lot of rage and shit pinned up in us. You know what I'm saying? Just make you want to, you know, go out there and do shit. But that's not how change really happens. You know what I'm saying? In this, in this situation that we're facing in 2015. And for a reading like this to come out, that means it's going to be many more situations like, Ghana and Mike Brown, it's going to happen. But the way we respond to these situations have to be done with intelligence and clarity. We can't be doing shit based off emotions because it might be a setup. You know what I'm saying? You might be doing that, the shit that people want us to do. You know what I'm saying? This might be some if shit get out of hand and cats start acting crazy. That might be a call for some Rex eighty four shit. You, you you understand what I'm saying? So you, you gotta look you gotta look at what's going on. You gotta look at the response to these situations. The, and then the complimentary or what we call a Harlem River complimentary is the fourth hexagram because every time you see a hexagram, you also have a, a, a complement opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? That, that sometimes the answers lies within that. And when I read this uh, complimentary hexagram. The four pictures, I've I, I seen some uh, some things that really hit home to me. <clears throat> I'm going to read it real quick to you. The four pictures is dealing with the inexperience. Youthful folly. It says, uh, this hexagram appears in situations where lack of experience and knowledge symbolized by Khan is the key factor. It gives counsels to the teachers symbolized by Ken as well as the student. Teacher-student relationships, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Counsel to the student. The student has within him or her the ability to succeed but but must be conscious of his or her lack of knowledge and experience regarding his or herself, the spirit, and goals. One must first find the right teacher, one with a proven record or one approved by the oracle. One 
Once such a teacher is found, the student must adopt and maintain an attitude of respect, humility, and gratitude towards the teacher. Due to diligence must be given to this material or study. When it is not, it shows up as a form of unintelligent and repetitious and doubt-ridden questions. Then this line I'm going to read, it says, uh, check this out. It says, uh, it is impossible for young people to take life seriously. It is in their nature to be inclined to play and to be careless. A correct policy must be put in place to help youths develop a serious attitude towards life. The assistance from an expert in child reign or behavior science must be sought in order to avoid the common mistakes in dealing with adults, youthful behavior in adults. The mistakes to be avoided are straightforward the mistakes to be avoided are straightforward disciplinary acts based on intimidation, restrictions, and anger, mindless drills, etc. While a youthful folly that is indicated by this hexagram and this line is correct for youths. It is not so for adults over 28 years of age. Adults 28 and over must inoculate into their minds the 11 laws of the spirit as the foundation of behavior changes that, that must take place. So basically what they're saying in a nutshell, this change that must happen, got to start with the youth. Our youth, our youth right now, run a while. Our youth is fucked up right now, Claire. You know what I'm saying? Prime example, y'all just mentioned Bobby. Bobby, look, check out young Bobby Smurley. You know what I'm saying? Number one record, he doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? But this whole, this whole thing is about popping niggas. You know what I mean? This is some shit that was taught to him. This is he represents the attitude of most of uh, 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 most of our youth out here. You know what I'm saying? The whole hip hop culture, the whole, you know what I'm saying? This is the future we looking at. You know what I mean? So our youths, they not they 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 not being taught to, to 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 value life and take shit seriously. So therefore, that, that that's called an inexperience. So these type of changes that we out here protesting and we marching for, and we and we we and we we asking we asking for this type of change, we can't really get that until we change the shit that's going on in our society, in our culture. You understand what I'm saying? So until that until until we get some type of balance there or we can teach the youth, you know, like yo, man, this is this ain't how you this ain't how you must you know, you should live, this ain't how you should do shit, you know what I'm saying? Until that happens, you can't get the type of change that we are here, you know, we 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 are here fighting for. Like damn, we we telling the cops, look, 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 man, y'all quit 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 shooting niggas. You know what I'm saying? You murdering us in the streets. You know what I mean? But damn. How many niggas we killing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. We killing more niggas than cops. So that's you a conversation. look at that type of situation. That's a conversation we're not allowed to have. You ain't heard? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we can't. So, I mean, so how you want to ask for some type of change? And we... You, you know what I mean? That's what the IT is saying. You you can't get that type of change you're looking for because shit, you ain't want to change the shit inside your own hood. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, if you uh, shit, we think it's cool to kill niggas. Why shouldn't it be cool for them to kill niggas? You know what I'm saying? And then you gotta look at it like this, man. Imagine you, imagine you from the other persuasion, man. You looking at, you might look at shit, uh, love and hip hop, 
or you might see our, you know, our music videos, and you, you know, you're looking at our culture from a distance, man. The way we conduct ourselves, the way we act in this shit, you know what I'm saying? You gonna be like, man, yo, them niggas, man, let the niggas kill each other, man. Them niggas got to go, man. Let's wreck city for these niggas or something, you know what I'm saying? It's like we asking for this change, we asking the world, look, man, we here, respect us, you know what I'm saying? Give us some rights. You know what I'm saying? Let us, you know, quit, quit killing us. But we, you know, it's like we we don't have the right to ask for that type of shit. If we ain't got the we ain't got the sense to do it for ourselves. Hold on a sec. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that hexagram or that reading is speaking directly to the issue at hand. And with the, uh, I don't necessarily want to call it conflicts, but I would say what the hurdles are in front of us because. If our people remain in a state of denial, the things that you're saying are necessary for us to address are the very things that, for some reason, we have put up this wall of protection around where we're like, yo, this shit is too sacred to us in our culture. You can't talk about it, let alone change it. Nah, nah, nah. Because, you know, with that, with the 49 pentagram, also goes back to. Evolution that the, the evolution uh, of consciousness, you know what I'm saying? So spiritually, let's look at it like this. Especially you've seen that four pentagram. Spiritually, people, we like twelve years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We like twelve years old. We ain't figure out how to deal with certain things yet. This, matter of fact. The, the the next hexagram I'm about to read is going to explain that. So we got the fourth, the fifty eighth hexagram. It's called uh, Twa or the Joyous. So let me read this real quick. The fifty eighth hexagram is composed of the doubling of Twa, emotionalism and sensuality. The hexagram provides instructions on the functions, power, and dangers of joy. The hexagram with, with, with its complement 52 holds the key to one of the ultimate goals of life on earth, the enjoyment of happiness, perpetual joy. Traditional Chinese medicine with over 3,000 years of experience has demonstrated that all emotions except joy and moderation are harmful to one's health. Moreover, one cannot deny joy as it compromises half of the components of happiness. Happiness happiness is a life that moves from peace to joy. When you have the objects of your worldly needs, enjoy them. And when you lose them, be at peace. For example, let's say, hmm, good example. Let's say uh, you, wanted this, you wanted a new whip. You know what I'm saying? Whatever type of whip that makes you, you know, like, yo, I get this car right here. I'm going to be the shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas going to be sweating me. Shit's going to be on my dick. That type of shit. You know, you know how niggas think. Yeah, I, I can't wait till I get this whip. So you go all out, man. You busting your ass. You grinding just to get this car. Because you feel when you get this car, you're going to feel good, man. You're going to be happy and shit. You just can't wait till you get it. So you get the car. You know, bust your ass, man. It might be, you know, the Porsche, Porsche panorama, the fly shit. You know what I'm saying? So you're getting all the attention. You're doing your thing. You shine. Boom. Something happens to that car. You can't pay for it. You end up losing the car. When that car gone, now you crushed. 
you feeling all fucked up about yourself now. You know what I'm saying? Because you figured that car was going to make you happy. So the whole goal of life is, yeah, you can get the car. When you get the car, enjoy the car. Ride around in a car. Enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? But don't get attached to that bitch. Because when that shit go from you, just let it go. Be at peace. I get another one. Not just with cars. It can be a relationship. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, yo, I get such and such person, man, I can't wait. Like, especially females. Especially females out here chasing niggas. Like, yo, I can't wait till I get this nigga. I just need me a nigga in my life. Oh. They go get the nigga, you know what I'm saying? Give everything to this nigga. They hold hot to this nigga. You know what I'm saying? All in love with this nigga and everything. Boom. This nigga go out there, break their heart, cheat on her, do a dog or do a, do a dirty. Now she all fucked up, won't kill herself or something. You know what I'm saying? Because she... And... <laughs> Word up. Word up. Word up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to possess some shit that you really is. You trying to possess something that you can't really possess. You can enjoy it, but it ain't really yours to possess because everything in this life is transitory. You can't really hold on to shit like that. Just like money. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the dollars you got in your pockets, you can't really keep it. Money, money is designed to flow through you. You can't just possess that shit and keep it. Nah, you want to be a conduit of money. You want this shit to flow through you because you can't really possess it like that. The moment you try to hold on to something and try to possess it and thinking that thing is going to make you happy, not understanding the spiritual, you know, meaning of happiness, it ain't got shit to do with the thing. It's a feeling. It's energy. You know what I'm saying? The money, the moment you try to hold it, now you're, not, you're making yourself susceptible to, 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 to pain and the suffering. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm telling you. We're 12 years old. We haven't been taught how to deal with this shit yet. So let me keep reading real quick. It says, uh, when you have the objects of your worldly needs, enjoy them. And when you lose them, be at peace. Furthermore, if you make the effort to enjoy the peace, which can be held on once again, then you are always in, you always in the, in the joy of life, the unending, the unending joy of happiness. You're always happy. When you got it, you're going to enjoy it. And when that shit go, you're going to be at peace. Therefore, you're happy. You're always happy. This the, ain't, ain't nothing on earth that can really keep you, keep you a slave to it like that. You can't be a slave to these things. Us as black people, we out here chasing shit. You know what I'm saying? We, right. we want everybody, you know, friends, we chasing, we chasing love. We want the world to love us, man. Quit treating us like niggas. Please love us. You know what I'm saying? If these people would just love us, we'll be happy. Fuck that. Yeah, you got to love yourself now, baby, because they ain't going to give you that shit. It ain't ever going to happen. Do you understand that ever. we are in, we're in the, the quote-unquote halls of justice, chasing justice, like they in court chasing justice, like, <laughs> this shit is unbelievable to me, right. like, for real, that's where you end up at, like, that's where you think you're going to get it at, that's where you, you, you sent, you seems to, you, you want to get on that scale and you think that's going to balance you out, you think that you're going to get love from these courts, nigga, for real? <laughs> and, nah, baby, there's, a, there's, there's an aspect <laughs> of our people being emotional people, being energy in motion in the flesh, 
there was a people and a family of men who were the personification of that. I think that we qualify as being, you know, um, the most qualified. Now, knowing that everything emanates from the heart, it's all about the heart. You know, they tell you that in Kemet about the heart being as light as a feather. All of the emotions, the, the information and things of that na- in that nature are disseminated from the heart through emotions. They're contained within the emotions and the beliefs. So our people have been taught to believe and programmed that they, are, they, they have their hearts in America and thus and, and to the European as well. They're... they're Accepted, rather, you know, basically stroking their, you know, stroking their emotion and making them feel good because, you know, what what does that, what does that, uh, that check make you feel good? Those products that he sells you make you feel good, you know, um, the things that he when when he smiles at you at work and tells you you did a good job, you know, you feel good, you know, and the people want to be, their hearts are broken. You know, they want to be accepted. They they, they want Rome to hug them. It's like the uh, the baby that drinks from the titty of the wolf. You know, they, they have issues. So even quantum physics, you know, quantum biology, modern mathematics, everything, they tell you about the power of the belief system, right? So we were so comfortable in this belief system that this world, America, this Pledge of Allegiance that we were reading and things of that nature applied to us, that it resonated with us, and that it was all over, that um, 12 years of slave and all of that was a bad dream. You know, that it wasn't naturally, you know, the reality that we live in today because we could, you know, we could get Jordans at a discounted amount, you know what I'm saying, like we could turn up whenever we want to and do all of these things. So we were just like, you know, we're good with the European. We're free. They don't hate us anymore. Not knowing that they were using the magic of changing your past to alter your future by even creating these slave movies and making everybody a slave. Not just not a, not a few of you like there are today, you know, where there's two or three million people enslaved and legally they're slaves. And we lived in a time where it was similar to that. You had a whole bunch of people that were operating in their own jurisdiction, in their own nations, in their own tribes, and doing commerce and all kind of other things. And then all the way down the road, on the past the fort and the garrison, there was these plantations, and people that looked like us were over there, you know, being um, used for their labor, like they're doing, making iPhones in China right now. So. We resonate. You're, you're, the energy of your heart has a resonation, energetic field that's unfathomable once studied by science. It surpasses the Earth's surface. Facts. And what you see them doing with the propaganda and things of that nature with, through the media are stroking our emotions, our energy and emotions, is that they created a mass field of sorrow, a mass field of broken hearts, a mass field of, you know, this energy that has been emanating around the world. Now, people are responding to it by, you know, saying, you know, putting up pictures and they're marching in different countries and they're saying, yeah, Black Lives Matter to Palestine and things of that nature. But to find that 
power or that love is going to make our hearts light as a feather again, it would never come from the Europeans. Not in, a, not in the sense that people are asking to be, you know, for it to be received. So our people wow. still have, they have to, they have to get their hearts back. Remember, they went to war for the for the hearts and the minds of the Iraqis and the Afghanistan. That was a clear directive of the war. Going to war, we going to the war on Islam and whatnot was the war for the hearts and minds. So they're using Hegelian dialect. What did the that they they you know the two cops were martyred in Brooklyn. Okay, the brother was martyred. He martyred Eric uh, Garner and he martyred Mike Brown. He made the martyrs. Okay, he was martyred. And two police was martyred to the NYPD, and after that they captured the hearts of the protesters. They captured the hearts of the people who were had their hearts invested into Eric Brown. I mean Eric Garner and Mike Brown. People had their hearts and their minds invested into the idea of change and things like that, and they made a move to capture the hearts and minds of the of the city. And when De Blasio comes, they turn their backs, they turn their hearts on him, and give him the bat. Mm. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Yeah. So I mean, so, like. Based off that, man, like 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 I like what the what the E-Chain basically telling us, man, is 2015. Black people's worst enemy is going to be our emotions. When I say we spiritual spiritually 12 years old, it's because we don't understand the fundamentals of how the mind, the spirit, and the body works. You know what I'm saying? That's when you look at ancient Kemet. They will always show you, and when you look at the deity, they will always show you some type of animal head on top of the other man. You know what I'm saying? What they were trying to denote to us or they were trying to tell us through the signs of metaphysics and pictures speaking a thousand words because our ancestors were MCs. You know what I'm saying? They were were masters of metaphors, just like we are today. You know what I'm saying? They used to spit that shit on the walls. You know, those were lyrics. They was trying to tell you. You know, it's like when Pac was talking about me and my girlfriend. He was talking about his gat. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at the, the animal head on top of the the man, it was telling you, man, the animal head was representing the animal inside you, your emotions. That's the, that's lower brain functions and shit. They even got, they, they'll tell you, if you look it up, you got you got uh, a mammalian brain and you got a reptilian brain, brain parts of your brain. These these operate strictly off emotions. These are these are blind forces. You know what I'm saying? Then you got your higher brain functions. That's so that's 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 your uh, your your divine intelligence. That's your reasoning and shit like that. When you all emotional and shit, your IQ drops 30, 30 points and shit, and you end up doing some dumb shit. It's like the Pied Piper. You know what I mean, dude? Playing the flute and leading you off the cliff, and you don't, cause you don't know the ledge. Your ass gonna fall in, cause you you off your all off your on your on your emotions and shit like that. So our ancestors were trying to tell us, man, you gotta go from niggas to gods. You know what I'm saying? They gotta coexist with inside you. You know what I'm saying? The niggas, the one that's gonna basically live off his emotions, do things based off he feeling. Then you can easily be controlled. Because if you look at our whole culture, man, especially the hip-hop culture, we was talking about the youth. 
man. Every everybody just want to feel good. Everybody want to get high, pop pills, pop bottles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hit bras. They want to got man. You know everybody in love with the cocoa. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got baker. You know what I'm saying? It's all fucked up right now. You know what I mean? So cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Niggas want the baker soda. You know what I mean? But one thing that I will say, and we have to also, it goes back to what we were saying about the heart, the law of resonance, you understand, the ability to, to do things, you know, the ability to create, the ability to make thought matter, right, based on being in a good feeling, based on being emanated by, by, by love, you know what I mean, surrounded by feelings of, of, of um, joy and uh, things of that nature, Knowing that when these children, or let's talk about when our brothers go to these strip clubs that are very popular now, that that feeling that they get for being surrounded by women who they deem to be beautiful, goddess-like in their views. You you understand what I'm saying? Touching a, a side of them that is uh, very creative, very, uh, uh, you know, brings a lot of things to, uh, it, it, it makes you ooze creation. You know, the young brothers in the club, they're getting turned up when the music has them shaking their dreads and going in, thinking about being rich, thinking about, you know, uh, create, and they're actually <laughs> manifesting. They're actually making that money come to creation. Maybe it's, it's done in a way that some of us may deem as irresponsible. I want to read this real quick. True limitations are found only in the head, or more precisely in the mind. Otherwise, a wide variety of riches and endless possibilities lie within the mind. And the one that—and <laughs> the wonderful thing is—no doubt. And the wonderful thing is, this is not just a thing you have to believe in or pure conjecture. Science has validated the truth of this. Studies show that we not only influence our individual lives through our beliefs, we also influence our entire environment. And through our thoughts and emotions, we have the ability to make any kind of change in our lives we wish to make. With new beliefs replacing old, outmoded beliefs that no longer support us, we can change ourselves all the way down to our DNA, stimulate our self-healing powers, breathe luck and joy into our lives, and achieve virtually anything you perceive as being possible, okay? And that's why the war is against the um, crystals and the indigos, and they're telling them you're endangered, your black life matters, you can't breathe, you lying down and dying and shit like that. The, the people are against you. The police want to kill you. You're, you know what I mean? You could go outside and get shot any moment now. They baller blocking, bruh. Feel me? They're trying to stop us from our situation. You know, these these babies were born seeing a black president. You feel me? But when you go to school and you get taught that you are inferior and all of these things, and they and they pump all of this information, this counter to what it is that we're doing as a community by changing our past. We're correcting our past so we can change our future. DNA has shown that that can be done, and they came out with the movie that showed you with that. And excellent, you can alter your future by changing your past. And they're trying to get our baby stuck in their version of what the past is. Henceforth, the movie Exodus. Henceforth, all of the slave narratives. 
henceforth everything dealing with, you know, the Noah movie, henceforth all of these inaccurate depictions of history that even other countries and nationalities are rejecting outright. Like, nah, I'm not showing that movie. You're lying. You won't never program our children with that stuff you get away with these Negroes with. You know what I mean? You're not going to import that stuff over here. We're blocking that. So these children have found a way, chaos magic in a way, stuff that Bobby Hemet loves to expound upon, that, that dark underworld energy. But its lower chakra, red chakra, is very free. It, it creates. You, know, you dig what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. underworld. You know, and they are able to live in that world where black death and, you know, the dark side is real prominent and whatnot, and they're able to navigate through that. They will ultimately become some of the best students, some of the best teachers, and some of the best soldiers inside of the movement once they graduate from that lower uh, chakra, when, when they move up. You know what I mean? Because there's no ceiling on their existence, as, as I just read. You could be anything that you want to be. You could be anything possible. So here it is. We giving the jewels to the youth about them being kings and royal, and they coming out with the tuts. They wearing all of the comedic imagery. You know what I mean? They're replacing the white Jesus pieces with with uh, uh, king tut molds and stuff, stuff like that. Hey, rule heads and whatnot. So they're, 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 the matrix is pushing back, in my humble opinion. You know, and numerically it says that. Mathematically, I mean, I mean, shit. The, 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 I changed said it too early when, it, when we talk about the inexperience dealing with the youth. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with yes, the youth, yes, man. When you, see, when you saw, low, I'm gonna tell you, man. When I saw, when I saw, uh, kind of made me, kind of made me proud. And I saw, uh, young, young Joey Badass, man. When he dropped that Christ consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we getting through. Some of them, you can't say, we can't save them all, but, you know, we're getting through, you know what I mean? So it's revolution takes time, you know what I mean? It takes time to change the consciousness of the people, man, but it starts with the youth. You ain't going to be able to change all these all these people's mind like that. That's a losing battle, you know what I'm saying? But every, it, it takes lifetimes, man. Every, our job, when you, when you incarnate on this earth, man, your job is to, the, the kind of, you like a link in the chain, is to push us yeah. a little further in the right direction. Just push us a little further in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to be able to accomplish everything in one lifetime, but just a little further. Just a little further. Every time you come down to this bitch, just a little further. You know, contribute to the cause, man. Be that link. Just like you say, that the ancestors are, are the, the ones that's becoming the ancestors who passing that baton. You know what I'm saying? You pick that baton up and you pass it. You got cast like Low Joey badass under the cheese, them Beast Coast niggas. You know what I'm saying? I like that. It's like it's, we we got it's offsetting some of the bullshit that we got out here. You know what I mean? So in a way, North man, Carolina it's just so energy that oh, J yeah. Cole rising up. You know what I mean? That's that NC oh, yeah. rig right there. But he's he remember we're talking about artists in a time of a new renaissance that are representatives of they're they're creating the soundtrack to a movement. They're not uh, lone wolves. They're not islands upon themselves. They're creating, they're, they're speaking about a movement that's growing, this 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 like prominent in, in, in black society, and that's the, that's the conscious movement, especially amongst the youth. So J. Cole is able to do 375 because it's a whole bunch of people that's woken up. Mm. 
control of fame, it's a lot of people that's awake right now, and they're waking up daily. So what if the, the sleeping giant, right? In order for in order for somebody who's in a deep sleep or a slumber to wake up, well, what mama do? You smack the shit out of you and throw some cold water on you, shock and awe, get you up out of your sleep. You know you're gonna get hit hard, but you gotta get up. Pressure, all fields of science. When pressure is applied, this is where real strength comes from. How does a diamond? How is a diamond created? But this, you know, but these are the same people where you can't step on their timberlands. Work boots, mind you. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't, you can't ruffle their waves or something. They'll start, you know. So it's like you said, certain things are happening. Certain things happened already through the years. Nothing that you can do. Certain things took place. Certain um, prophecies were uh, they came true to show you, without a shadow of a doubt, days that you were living in are some very interesting, strange times. And you know, this is the time that was prophesied about. It all matches. It all lines up. So let me ask you, up. brother, you know, mm-hmm. it, it would be very fair to say that moving into 2015, we could be moving into some of the most emotional times ever for melanated people based on where they're at right now. Their heart is on the ropes. You know what I'm saying? They are um, very uh, reactionary to stimuli. You know what I'm saying? Anything that's being thrown to them. So they're either going to go one or two ways. They're going to be numb to it or they're going to respond in a way in which is totally emotional and void of any action because they also see what happened when somebody responded out of irrational, you know, uh, uh, response. You know what I mean? Upon himself to do what he felt was right in the situation for whatever reason. So where does that leave, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a body of people? You know what I'm saying? How are these people supposed to not only channel their energy but change it in a way in which you're saying necessitates a 180-degree change where they're supposed to become now suddenly not apathetic and, and, and you know, not non-emotional to the point where they don't do anything and they're numb, but non-emotional to the point where they grow up overnight. I mean, based based upon the read, man, because, like, when I read the 58th hexagram, it also, the complement of the 58 was the 50, the 52nd hexagram, which was keeping still. You know what I'm saying? That's like, and it's crazy you was talking about the heart, but it was, it was talking about keeping the heart still. You know what I mean? So it's it's it reminds me of, uh, if you know, the, the, whole, the whole Matrix thing when you, when you talked about Neo. Because when, you, when you're dealing with emotions and, and how people react to certain things, you can, you can damn near predict what a person's going to do based upon the stimuli, the stimuli you provide. You know what I'm saying? If I do this, this is what this, this person's going to react with, 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 with this type of response. You know what I'm saying? Cause and effect type, type deal. But just like I Neo, Neo, exactly. Neo was, a, a, he was the one, or he was an a, a anomaly. Meaning you couldn't predict him. 
You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't respond with the with the typical response that they was looking for. You know what I'm saying? So the once once people, it's like you gotta give you gotta give people. Uh, 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 you gotta teach them how to think their way through situations, man. Like you said, you can't be numb to shit. Something is gonna get to you. You know what I mean? But you gotta provide some type of uh, some type of uh, way where they can reason things out. You know what I mean? That's why um, when I was reading that earlier, based upon this 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 book, I was I, I was reading this uh, these hexagrams out. It was talking about the eleven laws. You know what I'm saying? Eleven laws is the spirit of eleven laws of God, man. Basically, that's just a way for you to, you know, get to reason your way out of a situation. Me, for example, man, I remember, you know, like shit, just recently, man, some some things was happening in my life, man, and I found myself, you know, succumbing to my uh, uh my emotions and my fears, my insecurities and my shortcomings, and you know what I'm saying? I was I was I was I was acting real, you know, crazy and shit like that, but. When I started, when I went back and I started, you know, I, I calmed down, man. I, I, I took, I took some time. I started to meditate, you know what I mean? Just clear my mind for a minute, just, just to, just to, you know, take, you gotta take a time off sometimes and started reasoning with myself, like, you know what? Damn, the way I'm supposed to be, you know, uh, a leader. I'm supposed to be, you know, uh, I'm preaching this and that, telling people not to respond with their emotions, and here I am. You know what I'm saying? Responding like an animal in the situation. So I ended up checking myself because I started to reason. I said, you know, I fell back and I reasoned with myself. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of teach people to do that. You know what I mean? Especially the young cats, man, like the youth, man, not to act off their emotions and shit like that, man. So it's it's not an easy thing. You know what I mean? But us being, you know, leaders in the community, man, we got we to gotta lead by example. So when people see us, like, for instance, in the spiritual community, let's say you get into a public beef with somebody. You know what I mean? And people are going to be looking to you how you respond to that situation. Like, oh, man, nigga talking shit about red and blue like that. You know what I'm saying? How them niggas going to get back at them. You know what I mean? So your response to that situation will be something like these people can gauge they gauge themselves upon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, these, yo, these, these, these cats, man, they really... They really, they really live by what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're dealing with that full hexagram, if it's talking about the student, but it's also was talking about the teacher. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you, you also have to have a teacher in the equation, somebody to show the masses or to show the people how you're supposed to deal with situations. And then I was talking about how, how the way a teacher must conduct themselves, meaning the teacher don't go around chasing students. You know what I'm saying? You don't go around chasing students. The student, the student chases the teacher. You know what I'm saying? It, it, somebody's going to get into a point in their life when they're tired of getting their ass whooped. You know what I mean? They're tired of going through their struggles. They're they, 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 they going to start to seek you out because they're they just tired of it. You know what I mean? That's when you know they're open and they're receptive to change. You know what I mean? You can't, like for instance, man, I can't force nobody to come get a destiny reading. You know what I mean? If you don't know what you, if you don't want to know what the hell you came to earth to do, shit. I, you know what I'm saying? I can't be like I can't force you to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I can provide means to, you know, let you know, market my services and say, look, man, go to destinygrind.com, holler at me, make sure you know, let's let's get some answers on what you came here to do. But I can't go out here and make people do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's a complicated it's a complicated subject, man. But just know in in 2015 with those numbers that we got. 
it's going to be a lot of shit happening, man, that's going to shake people. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a whole lot more shit that happens. It's going to be a rough year. It's going to be a rough one, but it's how you respond to it. Because remember, some of these things that's happening, some of this shit is planned. You know what I mean? Some of this shit, you know, somebody's throwing some of this shit together, man, because they know we're going to respond a certain way to it. You know what I mean? So if, 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 if you don't want to be a slave to your emotions and a slave to the shit that's about to happen to you, you know what I mean? You you, you gotta really you gotta really check your emotions and how you deal with the type of shit that we about to see, man. You know, so it's basically a warning for 2015, man. It's it's, it's gonna be some shit <laughs> for real. It's gonna go down. We all experienced, you know, shit. Another plane just dropped out of the sky the other day, man. I was like, damn. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, <laughs> we even got the 2015 yet. You know what I mean? The ball ain't even dropped yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so <bad>. yo, <laughs> and right here, the last show we did, which was Chaos Magic, that was right after the other plane had disappeared, and right before Ebola really impacted and broke out. And the reading said what? It said it's going to be mad distractions coming. This was before Ferguson. This was before Eric Garner. This was before Ebola. We did that reading. And all hell broke loose. You know what I'm all saying? All hell broke loose. And, and, and the reading said the same thing. Do not yeah, have and the truth. I had to go back to that show like eight times, you know, through the course of the remainder of the year to bring myself back to center. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't popping off and, and, and you know what I'm saying, losing my cool. So. Mike Brown happened right after that, right? Huh? The Mike, Mike, the Mike Brown situation happened right after that, right? Because it was Eric yeah. Garner when we first did it. Was it Eric Garner? Eric Garner had already happened. Yeah, I think that happened. Well, you know, during the time we did that, you know what I'm saying. And then I Mike, the plane, the planes were dropped out of the sky. And then the Mike Brown thing jumped off. Yeah, Mike Brown happened. You know what I'm saying. Then the bowler jumped off. Yeah, KT did a show Friday. And that's <laughs> next Saturday is uh is when that jumped off. I think KT did the uh I forget one of them shows. But yeah. That's how yeah, that went down. You know what I'm saying? And that, that had that had us shook as a people, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we was everybody was real emotional over that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like damn, if if that was two thousand and fourteen you can imagine the shit we got in store for this shit to get a reading like that. You know what I'm saying? A revolution, radical changes, man. You get a number like that, man. I mean, some some real serious shit going to go down that's going to force you to change. It's going to force you to adapt to your situations and your surroundings. And you can't do it, and you got to do it in an intelligent manner because the emotional response is a is a calculated response that, they, they you know, that, they waiting for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. okay, it, it, it can be predicted. So to kind of like snap yourself out of that, you got to, you know, respond a different way, man, because black folks, man, like I said, man, we, you know, that it's like if you do some shit to a 12-year-old, you know how a 12-year-old going to respond, you know what I'm saying? You take a 12-year-old uh, PlayStation away from him, you know what I'm saying? You know how he's going to respond, you know what I'm saying? So, 
I mean, we 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 gotta look we gotta look at this shit a little differently, man. But uh, it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy to come back to this reading a year from now and be like, damn, you know, it's gonna be crazy, man. But you know, hopefully, man, we all make it through. Everybody ain't gonna make it, but you know, hopefully, 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 we make it through, man. No doubt. Y'all on the other side. <laughs> I want you to um. Let the family know how they can go about getting in contact with you with a personalized reading. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Like the reading I just done, that was a general reading for uh, you know, black people as a whole. But uh, you can also, you know, do a specific reading for you as an individual. What kind of challenges that you're gonna face individually in 2015, man? That's that's a good reading, along with your destiny reading. But yeah, you can get me at a Destiny Grind, D-E-S-T-I-N-Y, Grind, G-R-I-N-D, at gmail.com. You can also go to the website, destinygrind.com, and, uh, you know, just just, just schedule a reading with me, man. And, um, you know, we go out for a whole hour, and, uh, you know, we try to get as, as detailed as possible, man, and get you on your way. But it, it ain't it ain't, it ain't, it ain't easy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I did my personal reading for... For 2015, man, it was like, yo, you gonna you gonna be you gonna be tested real hard, you know. You gotta get, you know, I I gotta do some things on my end to, to, to prepare myself for what's gonna happen, man. But uh, you know, it's a it's a journey, man. That's what we came here for, man. We came here to grow, man. But uh, you know, holler at me, man. I'm, I'm always here, man. No doubt. No doubt, my brother. Let me give you your obligatory bomb pluses that I leave from my studio. And also, yeah, I want you to, before we segue into the next segment, where can the family go about getting their own uh, action manual or starter kit? You know, how can they introduce themselves to this information and science? Um, yeah, email me. Um, I, I, I give uh I could give I give personal lessons on, on, on how to do this for yourself. You know, I'm I'm about to drop a course two thousand fifteen. Uh, you know, I each course how to how to how to be your own diviner, how to how to read your own self, man, in your own situations, man. So that's that's coming twenty fifteen. But if you email me at destinygrind at gmail dot com or you wanna you know, you wanna get a uh you know, a, a one-on-one session on how to do this yourself. You know, I can walk you through, train you how to do your own readings because, you know, I'm out here grinding in 2015. I can't get to everybody. You know, you're going to always be able to get to me. You know, like shit, shit's going to get real this year, man. You're going to have to have something to, 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 to fall back on and make sure that your decisions are based upon, you know, spiritual love. And that's that's another thing when, you, when we looked at this reading that you can't be – making decisions based off emotions, that's the whole role of using the oracle system like the I Ching. When you have something, you have an urge to do something, or you're going through a low situation and you're trying to do the right thing, you want to, that's when you do the reading, comments on me, what should be my What should be my conduct in this situation that I'm currently in right now? How should I respond to this situation right now? Should I do this? Should I do that? 
and the oracle will always give you an answer. You might not like the answer all the time, you know what I'm saying, because your, your feelings might be tied all up in it, but it's going to help well, you make correct decisions where you don't get yourself jammed up. That's why I use it. This is what it's for. That's why God gave it to us. I can relate personally. <laughs> Yeah, so 2015 is is all about is all about teaching people how to do it themselves, player. That's my goal for this year. Indeed, indeed. You know, that speaks to the urgency and the necessity of KTL University. You gotta bring this knowledge to the masses. It's a must. All right. My brother, I ask that you uh, remain with us in the classroom. You know? Yeah, I'm here, player. Yeah. Give me one second. Ready for this cosmophysics, baby. Brother Red, is there anything that uh, you want to leave with? You want to lead a brother with before we uh, segue to the next segment? I just want to give thanks for the information and a brother being able to read, you know, the uh, diagnosis or the prophecy for the upcoming year. He's going to have me focused. So I'm like, you know, knowing this half the battle, I won't be able to get caught out there now. Now I'm armed with the uh, awareness or the consciousness of the days ahead. Yeah, um, so you know, my, my my bro Ham is real passionate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as he's supposed to be. Yes, sir. You know? Yeah. Yeah, my line dropped. I'm back in the building. I guess I wasn't supposed to touch on your um your brother's passion. I guess that's just what it is. So I'm gonna let that be. All right. <laughs> Remember, yeah, that's that Harakuti. So I did not speak ill of it. The sword is needed. But, you know, a lot of intelligence has to be put behind the intent of where you place the edge of that sword. And I think that, um, that's what the reading is saying in general, just about the nature of how one is to respond and strike back or to strike out. You know, intelligence and knowledge, not force. So this is the opportunity for us to definitely retreat into a higher sense of self and utilize, you know, how they say, brain over brawn. You know, how can you outthink your opponent in a game of chess? Niggas the gods, baby. Niggas the gods. 
Did you hear that song that we did called Niggas to Gods? I even know you did a song called Niggas to God. I need to hear that. Word up. Hello. Y'all need to play that. Can you rest that while we wait for our brother? Um, yes, indeed. I'm, I'm refreshing my board, so as soon as I pull it up, you know, we can get into that. Uh, we got about eight minutes to the 11-11. So whatever comes first, you heard? Indeed. Yeah, shout out to my brother, Drizzy Dre. Drizzy? I told him to call in, man. He probably ain't got the text, man. He's supposed to know to be tuned in. I know, knowing he gonna call us two in the morning, like, yo! (laughs) You there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to that brother. You know, he definitely kept me well informed during, um, you know, the height of a lot of this activity. And the information allowed me to be balanced. You know what I'm saying? The right information will balance you out as opposed to the propaganda. So immediately when I started receiving the right information, and I started seeing what games were being played with the propaganda, and I was able to facilitate to others who were looking for that information. You know, I was able to be like, look, this is what it is, this is what it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in that. You know, observe it from this particular angle, and you can develop a whole different rationale as to what it is that you're seeing or where it, you know, in fact, maybe where it's even coming from. But this is what they're trying to. This is the stimuli that they're trying to get up out of you. So I want to thank him for that, for extending that that level of information. And it even inspired me to want to come and get back on my journalism. And I actually, that, that's what I ended up doing. You know, I got there on the front line. So shout out to my brother, Dre. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, I'm going to get into some of this song, and I guess... We'll get into the 11-11 and bring Rob Cool in right after that. All right, my brother, we can't finish the new year without playing this song. He, like, requested it. It was the most requested song on the platform, what I remember. Yeah, what you got to say, Dunder? Huh? I said, what do you, what do you have to say, Dunder? Uh, niggas to God. I don't see it. Uh, look under half light. Let's get into it. You heard. Knowledge of God atomic Cause I'm dropping more science than For Muhammad Fafi Unlikely you ever stop me Never moving sloppy I walk the street back alleys Case the feds got me Spitting hot fire Watching cottages melt Behold up on my head and myself Two feet walking stealth Plus I'm on with knowledge itself Master room of books Then the kendo I get in you The esoteric symbols Scarring up the surface of my epidermis 
burning images until you're nervous System until it hits them The ancient wisdom in its purest form That's where it is born How's light? Your brother's here The big OG, Ali the Great You know how we do it Converting niggas to gods It's that time, my G You better go in Resurrect them dead souls To God lights You house the light You better go in You on mission, my hero G The time has come The time has come Resurrect, Heru, resurrect Niggas to God. God The Asiatic black man But my skin's yellow Absorb the sun Melanate on a higher level I change forms I could even be the devil Nigga A rainstorm But I choose to be a rebel Nigga Projecting my lethal weapon Infecting Anyone stepping in my direction Burn them up like Epson Saw on the wound Since the day I popped out My mama's wound Yo I've been a goon Shit could get critical When that cushion's in my physical Listen due to wisdom Spewed on instrumental grooves Got you dancing in the living room I'm finding you Thoughts from my pine of you yeah. And change your point of view Shifting paradigms Paradigm High life yeah. <laughs> The God body assassin yeah. Yeah. Immortal energy Transferred yeah. and transmitted yeah. Admitted uh. Uh. Niggas uh. God, God, uh. God. From niggas to God, this the renaissance We've been in France, age of enlightenment We've been enhanced, the illuminated ones Bitch, we've been advanced They hate and I'm listening If Egyptians were so evil, then I'm Satan The Christians, they hate then I'm glistening Hate that you listening Know the ledge, KTL, red and blue Nether rules, who the fuck they said of you Said of tools, hit hit rule All in my splendor, 5% God 10% vendor 44 mind bender 60% of my designs render Time bender, going to November Headed back to Zion Reborn in placenta Blood move, Mimi Force, porno agenda Scorpio agenda Kevorkian agenda Took over the game with C-Moss in a blender Turning grown men into women Bender of the gender Bender of Belinda Up is where I sent her Bender on the window Game like Nintendo Pass the bar exam dog No public offender Public pretenders This about the power 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 of the hour Fuck a tweet We in these streets 140 characters Nigga Before Biggie signed the Arista Nigga The struggle builds character The nigga Examine the bars I pass the barrister Nigga no security, heart alkaline, no impurities Built my empire with these bitcoins Bitch, I spit coins Yes, I am in my prime Optimist that is, I'm an optimist that is Standing on the mounds, on top of it that is The opposite that is The same coroners that sponsor monsters that conquered the corners Pulled the bins through the gates of an extensive estate Expensive the great bitch Oh, oh, oh. 
Peace, peace. Peace, brothers. Y'all back? Yeah, 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 bro. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That was powerful, man. I've seen a lot of, a lot of interesting things on that journey right there. Um, basically, the download that I got was what you were talking about, patience. And it was stressing that, you know, to arrive at that level of calm and reserve that you're talking about, you really have to reiterate and teach about the breath. You know what I'm saying? Because what's happening, like the brother was speaking about earlier with the heart, our heart's being accelerated not only by the stimuli of what's coming out of the TV and on the radio and our environmental factors, but the food is making the pressure of the blood and everything go up. So we really have to focus on helping a main issue going into the new year because the only way that we're going to be able to sustain the traps that are being set is by being able to, you know, be able to breathe, to slow yourself down and to really think about things in an instant but slowing time down where, you know, a second now, you know, feels almost like 10 seconds because, you've been able to slow it down. And the only way that you're going to be able to come to that level of poise is to practice and to practice and to breath. You know what I'm saying? So get into your meditation, get into your Tai Chi, your Qigong, you know, whatever arts that are relative to you that you have access to that you can get back on your thing, get back into it. You're going to need it in the very, 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 very near future in order to become that poised individual that ultimately will be the leader that people are looking for around them in your direct environment, whether you're leading your family, shit, whether you're leading your child, your dog, you know what I'm saying, or a, a, a larger body of people. It's going to take strategic-minded individuals, and that strategy comes about by being able to put yourself through levels of discipline. So I just want to share that. And I don't think our next guest needs any introduction, but for the family that may be tuning in for the first time that does not know about our brother, this is the Cosmocrat, okay? Cosmocrat, the head of the Academy of Cosmophysicians, all right? Our brother, your brother, our fellow Scorpio, Ra'aku. Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, everybody. What's the sign? Can you hear me? Peace. Just Peace, good, brother. How y'all doing? Peace, Lord. I prepared a dissertation. I can't promise it. Um, <laughs> we had enough time to finish. <laughs> but um, 
I'm going to demonstrate what I did in terms of overview with regards to the last year. You know, astrologically speaking, man, you know, this is a real complex science. Hello. If, if you don't mind, are you speaking through your speaker or directly through your phone? Okay. I got some Scorpio theme music for you. You, you, you want to hear some of this real quick? <laughs> That's okay because I'm going to need all the time. All the time y'all can afford me tonight. All right. Okay. All right. There are several ways to, you know, make predictions astrologically, right? And um, I use on a regularly five of them, and I wasn't able to implement every methodology in review of the year due to the fact that we didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare for the night show. Um, you know, considering a, a 365 day year, and you know, something kicking off every four days of major uh, uh, import, you know, didn't really give me enough time to get everything down. But what I did was I um, I looked at the chart for the year, for the entire year, on a, from the global perspective as opposed to isolating one country to actually uh, track the sun, all right? Now, mind you, there are ten planets, and each of the ten uh, make motions throughout the year. So, you know, that's 40 motions a day for 365 days a year. You know, that's pretty much close to 1,700 different motions to analyze. So you'll understand why I didn't um, (laughs) get into a whole lot of stuff that we missed. I picked the things that were most important to us and that were uh, most obvious, according to the read. So let me get to it, right? I looked at a chart for the ingress of the sun into Aries. Because the year begins on March the 20th or the 21st, astrologically speaking, right? Um, I looked at how the sun swept through the positions of the planets at that very moment that the sun ingressed Aries. It came up with some really interesting uh, correspondences. They were interested in me, anyway, on a global level, all right? Um, the first observation that I made was the sun crossing through um, the place of Jupiter in July. And when the sun hit the Jupiter spot in, in Cancer, Cancer, mind you, is the sign of the United States, as as our good brother Lord Strayhorn pointed out earlier today. However, um, I don't use July the 4th, but nonetheless, the the sun of this country is in the sign of cancer, and Jupiter was uh, there when the sun ingressed Aries. And it took about um, a few months before the sun connected to, to Jupiter. And when it did, you know, if you understand the archetype we're working with here, Jupiter points to transportation, highways, uh, cars, foreign travel, airports, trains, buses, anything, any vehicle or any activity related to long-distance travel, all right? It also points to the higher mind and academia, you know, for that matter. But uh, the day that the sun conjuncted Jupiter was the day that Obama submitted to Congress the uh, uh, program to fund uh, federal highways. And, you know, where that doesn't seem to be uh, very impacting, the fact that 
um, he approached him on this day, says two things to me, all right? That, one, he was a coordinated it like that, you know, so that he would uh, appeal to the nation cancer, the sign of cancer, with a, um, a program dealing with long-distance travel or expansion or import and export, which has to do with the highway. That is Jupiter and cancer. So the event matched the day perfectly. I went on to uh, map and track the sun until he connected to Uranus in this chart. And um, this was a bit earlier in the year. Pardon that I'm not going in chronological order. I'm going in planetary order, all right? But earlier in that year, April the 1st, um, Uranus conjuncted, I'm sorry, sun, pardon me, conjuncted the place of Uranus in the yearly chart. And Uranus, y'all, deals with discoveries, uncovering things, awakenings, and sudden changes. It also points to the act of aborting a child through scientific or man's hands, you know. And um, that day, a discovery, pardon me, of a tomb, of an ancient Egyptian tomb uh, uh, from uh, 3,300 B.C. of a scribe, Horemheb, occurred on that day. Also, um, a federal judge batted down the uh, abortion law, um, stating that uh, uh, mothers would be able to uh, abort the seed through surgery as opposed to the procedure that they were using. And this happened in the state of Arizona, all right? On... Uh, I followed the sun until it conjuncted to the uh, planet of, pardon me, to the squared Saturn. And, and this is where it pertains to us as a people because during the time that the sun was squaring Saturn by size, both individuals, uh, the brother um, Eric Garner got shot and the brother Mike Brown got shot. So where they occurred um, almost three weeks apart, they were still, while the sun was in the same sign, squaring Saturn, and Saturn was in Scorpio, the sign of death and murder, while the planet, which uh, acts as an amplifier for that or, the, or, or acts as a, a transmitter for that, Pluto was in the sign of Capricorn, which threw back an echo because Capricorn, Holding Pluto is very much like Scorpio holding Saturn. Each one of them rule the opposite signs. How? So it intensifies. And this aspect points to uh, tyranny and cruelty and punishments that are harsh. All right? Now, when when you look at that, in, from our perspective, we see the cop who murdered, uh, the, the two cops who murdered these two brothers. And both police went unpunished to the trine from Jupiter to Uranus and, and Aries, and Saturn is that square to that. So to to bring it to English for y'all, all right, the same issue, the energy that governs the issue of punishment and, and restriction and penalty or retribution was being agitated by another square dealing with uh, uh, Pluto and Capricorn and Uranus, which dealt with the liberties of the people. So that conflict, the friction, the energy in the sky manifests as an event which turned out as an injustice that went unpunished. Okay, both of these occurred in the month of July, I mean, pardon me, in the month of Leo, all right, one in the middle of July, the other one at the beginning of August. 
okay? When you look at this motion and you you, you begin to, uh, uh, how would I say, siphon the elements that are involved, you see that it's a Ronald's, uh, pardon me, in both of these murders, all right, pardon me for being kind of all over the place. My notes is all over the place. On both of these events where Eric Garner was murdered by the police and Mike Brown was murdered by the police, the sun and the moon together were making a bad aspect to the sign of Saturn, all right? And on the t- at the time that Eric Garner got killed, the sun was more in mathematical aspect with Oranos and Aries, which shows uh, brutality, police brutality. Uh, the planet that points through the keywords that brings in the keyword brutality is Oranos because it deals with sudden jarring impacts and uh, it deals with numbers, great numbers, or being outnumbered, all right? And the brother Eric Gardner was being held down by several police, isn't it? You know, uh, ironic how the chart just illustrates what was going on. And the issue with Mike Brown manifested a few weeks later when the sun aspected Saturn because Saturn and Uranus were separated by about 13, 14 degrees. So these events were separated by 13 or 14 days. These are the events that hit the news, all right? You have to be mindful that the police, we have statistics. I placed them on my wall at Facebook. You might want to check me, all right? Uh, my page is open to the public. You can go to uh, search R-A-A-K-H-U, the Cosmo Physician. You'll see me in the search engine. And it's on my page. You have to scroll down uh, uh, a little bit. But you'll find statistics where the police are killing like 1,700 people a year, okay? There's like four people a day. All right, all throughout the year. So this, this, these events that show forth in the news reflect what's in the sky in terms of um, prim- primary stories, and they and they get very big. But there, the whole trend is indicated by the chart, not just the single event that we isolate because of all the media attention that is given it. All right, and since. Um, Mars entered Scorpio last year, all right? Police have been, like, it has been in the news as a, uh, to the forefront, all right? And these trends would have been easily denoted or, or uh, uh, identified had we taken on this concept um, beforehand, you know, a few months beforehand or last year. We'd have been able to look at the year ahead, which I hope we'll be able to have time to do after I show and prove how to look at past events, all right? Other ways for predicting events astrologically um, strictly rely on the motion of the planet. And so I wanted to, you know, look at the events that impacted us as a people as opposed to those events that just uh, uh, impacted certain groups of people in this country, you know, as opposed to looking at uh, what corporate motions and military motions occurred. I wanted to keep it strictly on focus on what on, on, on us as a people. So naturally we're gonna look at the police brutality, right? When I progressed the year of the United States to uh two hundred and thirty eight days, which would have been last year, all right, because the country's two hundred and thirty nine years old, all right. Um I saw Mars at the top of the chart in Libra and it was stationary. And this points directly to uh, military or police activity. So the chart for the year 
concerning the United States as a single entity showed and proved the tendency for violence to erupt in the nation. Now, when you look at by progress at the planet Mars, you have to look at Aries in the United States chart and in every other chart you have to look at Mars and Aries to see if there's any concurrent or green or green motion going on in those which would bring emphasis to the Martial event or those events that Mars describes, and we found several of them. And consequently, they concur with the dates of uh, deaths of people, all right? And I'm going to elaborate on that here in a moment, all right? On, and they also concur with fire. On May 15th, 2014, Venus conjuncted the planet Uranus in the sign of Aries, okay? Now, understand uh, Aries represents fire, and Uranus represents um, uncontrollable, unpredictable, um, or massive uh, occurrence or tragedy or sudden upheaval, all right? It points to all of those things. In the sign of Aries would suggest to us that it, it's the police, it's the fire department, it's an emergency or crisis situation. Consequently, on May 15th, when Venus conjuncted Uranus and Aries, a wildlife fire uh, broke out that forced thousands of people from their homes in California. All right? Uh, Anti-China riots led to the arrest of hundreds of people in Korea and uh, discovered Blitzkrieg measles strain infections were found to uh, wipe out blood cancer. So in, also, pardon me, also Aries points to the sign of, uh, um, pardon me, Aries is a sign that points to blood, hemoglobin, and diseases which affect the blood, high blood pressure, anemia, things of this nature. So Venus being what they call a secondary uh, benefit, right? The, uh, it, it is not as potent as Jupiter, but it brings benefits whenever it touches something. But benefits in terms of a cure to blood, uh, discovery, Uranus, uh, that was beneficial, Venus, uh, to the blood in the body, Aries, all right? That was the positive side on it. But the geographical location that held the fire during the ingress of the... Um, the sun into Aries, had the planet Saturn over top of it with Chiron, which shows a loss or, or, or deep debt, and which happened to occur. Many people lost their homes, which squares the sign of cancer. So when you, whenever you see a square astrologically, then we know that we're looking at turbulent circumstances. Let me move on. On November the 10th, which occurred the day after the sun rolled over the moon's place in the ingress chart, all right? Uh, Mars conjuncted Pluto. Now, for those of you who heard me before, I always use this example because it's a powerful one. Mars and Pluto represent violent death or bloody death or death by fire, okay? And um, on the ninth, when the sun hit the moon's position, Gorbachev, warned of the Second World War. He announced, I mean, pardon me, Second Cold War. He announced that they are going to, you know, go at it and compete with the United States or the other NATO countries technologically all over again. It's a brand new thing. Mars represents...
Hello? Let's see what happened. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, bro. I can hear you now. Peace. Okay. Yeah, 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 man. You know I got one of these touchscreen phones that hit my cheek. And um, what part did you hear that? Where did I cut off that? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Say that again? Yo, I'm going to call in with my... I'm going to call in with my landline. Can you hear me? Yeah, please, too. We hear you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh. Hello? Peace out there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, don't be so silent. I'm trying to get these balls together. Somebody can say something. Peace out. Okay, yeah, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, intelligence, man. Intelligence. ATL University. If we sat the students down and explained to them that these things that they're seeing on the planet have cosmological factors that are moving them, you think that that would take some of the emotion out of it? Intelligence, baby. Intelligence over emotions. Huh? That's the only way to do it. Intelligence over emotion with knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, unwarranted, you know what I'm saying, misdirected emotion fits of rage and things of that nature. You look at it like a scientist and you say, okay, all right, if it necessitates a response, I need to look to the stars to see when that particular time is. You know, and the tough guys would be like, man, what you talking about? You going to wait for it? You niggas are waiting forever. Waiting anyway. Why not wait for the right time? <laughs> like, cut it out, yeah. man. He just he just confirmed some things too when he's talking about the the violence that we're gonna see since 2015. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait a second, I'm trying to get to my um, studio. Yo, Red, don't you got a computer? Come on, man. Hey. Red, I the building. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, what happened? I'm going to the studio. I'm having some issues with my studio. If you oh, go over there, it. it don't matter. My, um, my thing is just taking a minute to load. Okay. Yeah, my laptop, my battery died. Good. All right, no worries. All right. I'm opening up your line. We're all cool. Call from 
Jesus. Joseph, Mary. All right, peace. The line is opening. My computer is taking its time. Cosmo, your line open your pace. What's the science? Is your computer still low? Yeah, my ball is spinning. It's just acting a fool. It's going through retrograde or something. Rock, cool your line open yet? Not to call them three way, man. Yeah, good idea. Let's do that. Y'all going to them ball, any, any ball dropping festivities out there? Not at all. Now we're going to be on, um, let's call it, uh, Forbes DVD tomorrow, tomorrow night. Mm. And, uh, I got you on the three-way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard you calling on the line. Very well. Can you hear me? So crystal clear. Yeah. Okay. I um, I left off with Mars and Pluto. They, um, they conjuncted the day after the uh, sun touched the moon degree from the ingress chart. Mars and Pluto represent violent death, usually assassination and assassination attempts, and especially on leaders if we remember that Mars and Pluto were conjunct in the charts of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, and one of the uh, Kennedy brothers, all 
the above being assassinated. We find that when these two planets conjuncted on November 10th this year, the ISIS leader was wounded in an airstrike, and a suicide bomber killed 47 in in a Nigerian school. Mind you, uh, Pluto means death and Mars means self. So the death of oneself to kill oneself and to kill others. Uh, this configuration pointed to these events with precision. All right. This also um, put the sign of Taurus at the ascendant in Nigeria when this happened, which put the configuration of Mars and Pluto in the ninth place, the ninth place pointing to school. So he walked into this school and, and, and you know, and, and blew it up with, with 47 people there, children and, and, and women and men alike, all involved. A pastor in a motiva- as a motivational speaker named Miles Monroe was killed in a plane crash on this day, all right? Um, then I tracked the sun, pardon me, I tracked the motion of the planet Venus conjunctus the planet Pluto. And like I said before, Pluto represents death or murder, and in, in, especially in this situation. It, it points to other things universally, but for the sake of isolating the event that, that, that received the most notoriety, we're going to deal with the death aspect of Pluto. And Venus points to legal employees, people that work for the government, politicians and lawyers, including police. All right? Now, this um, conjunction occurred in the sign of, of Capricorn and was deep as the same murderer, Pluto, also shot his girlfriend, Venus, about a, a, a few hours or within an hour before he shot the police. So we know that this conjunction here pointed to uh, the loss of life as the individual who also pulled off the murders killed himself and it concurred with the date and the symbols involved, all right? We knew that we were in the Mars year, as I mentioned earlier, because Mars was conjunct in midheaven in this cycle. Uh, consequently, this following year will only be one degree from the midheaven and is thus still considered to be conjuncted. The violence that we've been experiencing with the police is going to manifest even more. This was also uh, pointed to and it is another layer to add to the sequence of, of charts that we're looking at. When we look at the, the eclipses that occurred, the so-called blood moons, and they occurred in the signs of Leo and uh, Libra, opposing Uranus, which is the planet that deals with and points to, while it's in the sign of Aries, it points to upheaval, the people being violent, and, and violence being turned on the people, or the people rioting demonstrating and rebelling. So we can look towards uh, the sun to form bad aspects to this during the months of uh, Cancer, which is uh, late June, early July, during the months of Libra, which is late September, early October, during the months of Capricorn, which is around Christmas time. You know, y'all know, y'all should know that, right? (laughs) And back around again next year when the sun rolls in, in, into Aries in 2016, okay? So we're looking at the, uh, uh, 2015 now, all right? When we look at 2015 tracking the sun, we come up with nine specific dates because uh, I didn't have time to look at everything, remember? So um, 
the earliest date next year that we see motion is March the 28th. Pardon me, February the 27th. So the end of February and the end of March, there's a window period there for Mars to roll over Neptune and the moon. Now, we, when we look at Neptune and understand its archetype and see that usually motion over Neptune deals with uh, disease, addiction, drugs, narcotics, and conspiracies, all right? And where conspiracies aren't easy to prove because the event that the child points to may occur and it never makes the news. It never gets to us. So we can't verify those things. And for that reason, I didn't really concentrate too hard on the Neptune thing because Neptune deals with those things that are unseen. But overboard, uh, when it is pointing to those things that are tangible, it's pointing to mind-altering substances, okay? Uh, everything from aspirin to, to dope in terms of extremity, everything that falls in between. All right, whether it's over the counter or bought on the corner, you understand? So uh, we can see significant action in the spring or at the end of the winter with regards to the uh, drugs or medicine or the medical field, all right, and or disease. It was during uh, Jupiter's aspect of Neptune initiated that, that the Ebola outbreak, so-called outbreak manifested. Now, they uh, already admitted that it was a test. So we can realize that that was a conspiracy, but understand what we saw as a result of that conspiracy was an effect long before last year, y'all. So I didn't get to uh, uh, look at the charts or comb the charts to see when the actual um, events culminated, I mean, when the actual event was planted, when the seed was commenced. But what we saw was its culmination. And Jupiter, which is amplification or outbreaks, was in definite aspect, which mathematically within two degrees of the planet uh, Neptune, which deals with viruses, uh, uh, sicknesses, illnesses, disease, plagues, and things of this nature. Right. So when we look at it coming up this year, then we know something dealing with health and or medicine, drugs, or conspiracy will come to the fore again. I, and, and let me repeat, the, the dates that I gave were March the 28th, uh, February 27th through March the 28th. So for that entire month of March, the first four weeks, we can look to see that manifest. The 5th of 2015, the sun rolls over the place of Jupiter in the, in the sign of Leo. Leo points to uh, CEOs, to chief men, heads of state, kings and presidents, prime ministers, emperors, and uh, very important diplomats and the diplom diplomacy, acts of diplomacy, pardon me. And because the sun is going to roll over this while it's aspecting, the, uh, while it's trining Aries, then we can see an exchange of benefit coming from uh, a leader or head of state. We can look towards Obama doing something specific or beneficial for us as a people. You know, whatever program he seems to uh, be trying to plug away at, the most obvious is the health program. But these elements here are dealing with administration and, and police, and therefore the administration of law. So there are going to be some laws during the summertime, some issues to come to the fore with regards to police brutality and the treatment of the police by children, as well as 
turbulent issues going on in the entertainment industry. All right? The next date we have is April the 12th of 2015, when uh, the sun rose over the place of Mars in the Ingress chart for, for 2015. All right? April the 12th, Mars and Aries points to either fire or upheaval through violence. All right? It could be military action or police action. Um, those are the dates. Oh, hold on. Pardon me. When we, when I say a year, y'all, it, it's gonna pour into, uh, it's gonna pour into 2016, the first three months. So when I say February 2016, dealing with next year, I'm not, I'm not looking at the calendar of the year. I'm looking at the revolution of the sun, and therefore I'm stating from March the 20th of 2015 to April, uh, pardon me, to March of 2016 is the year that I'm referencing, all right? February 27th, 2016, the sun rolls over Neptune's place again, and this is going to bring um, issues with regards to the cosmetic industry, uh, fisheries, uh, uh, products of the sea, all right, seafoods like the issue that happened with the fish, when they were talking about the fish being radiated, so they, uh, because Neptune also deals with chemicals, it could be a chemical spill in the ocean because Neptune also deals with the ocean. So we look at marine life issues to manifest at the beginning of 2016, which is, you know, a, a ways from now, all right? Um, November the 27th of 2015, the, the sun is going to roll over Saturn's place in Sagittarius. This points to universities and transport companies that deal with transportation, import, export, or travel. So we can look to see some uh, difficulties with regards to being able to travel, perhaps, perhaps, because I haven't looked that far into it, that it will be uh, um, damage that occurs to, 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 to one of these places or something keeping us from using that part or, or using travel, all right? Because Venus is tied up in this, that throws the economy into it. So we can look at, um, basically, let me just put it the way I see it, all right? Um, I see something going on with the transportation, either airport or a train station, and prices are going to go up because of that. Further restrictions will be applied in the areas of travel and international travel or long-distance travel, for that matter. All right, and I can't ignore the uh, Venus and Taurus quincunxing Saturn at the time that the ingress occurs. Then this points to uh, a, a shift in the way the government collects taxes. So it looks like an increase on taxes because Saturn is retrograde in this motion, and Venus is direct. And there's a what you call a quincunx aspect that deals with other people's property inheritances as well as taxes. Then I can see the economic situation tightening up uh, the next fiscal year, all right? Basically, that's all that I covered with regards to how the sun is tracked, right? I also looked at when Venus and Mars make conjunctions to Uranus and Pluto next year, as we were able to see what happened last year when they occurred, okay, using Venus first. All right. On um, March the 4th, 2015, Venus is going to conjunct Uranus and Aries. This points to military spending. It also points to political issues coming to the fore because of military and or police 
in the beginning of the year. We should see this in the beginning of March, as uh, sometimes during the first week of March. The dates I have here are the third, fourth, and the fifth. But I weren't, I wasn't able to uh, to back those, to support those up with other charts, right? So these are just uh, first appearances, all right. And then on March 11th, all right, uh, the, the around the 11th, the 10th or the 12th. Mars conjuncts Uranus at 14 degrees of Aries. Both of these actions occurring uh, six days, one from another, bleed one into another. And what it says to me is military spending, which looking at the Venus-Saturn fact that I spoke of beforehand, um, the taxes, I think these things are all tied in together because they're all happening in the sign of Aries, which deals with the military and the military in the military industry complex with regard. There's 90 seconds left if you guys want to call in. Call in uh, 347-637-2135. But after that, yeah, after that 90 seconds, you're not going to be able to call in. All right. Um, let me see what else. On March the 10th, 2000, and pardon me, March the 20th, 2015 at 545 Eastern Standard is when the next new year that I'm mapping will start. Right. Um, the sun will conjunct the Mars station on the 21st, okay, of of, of March, the day after it, it begins. All right, and this points to upheaval, violence, fire, police, or military activity. We're having quite the martial year next year, y'all. So, and, and because of the the eclipse series, the blood moon series taking place in Leo, pardon me, in Libra and Aries, then that is furtherly agitated. So we can look to see a, a, a lot of military mobilization or police mobilization next year. All right? Uh, the eclipse will occur, the next eclipse will occur at 19 degrees of Libra, October the 12th uh, of 2015. And this involves the uh, motion of the sun and the moon in opposition to Orano. So this points to upheaval amongst the people. And because it's in this, uh, of the sign of Taurus, 24 degrees, which is the fall of Orano's, and Orano's points to riots and gatherings and groups and uh, mass movement, all right, or movement that involves more than uh, just the crowds, like a mass of people, like a mob of people. And we can see demonstrations manifesting during this time. And that would be around Libra season, the, uh, the middle of Libra season next year, right? Those are the only forecasts that I was able to formulate. Um, I can elaborate, though, um, with the chart that's up right now, you know, if there's any questions you want to pull some people in, you know. Um, July the 15th, pardon me, there's another one. July the 15th, Mars conjunct Pluto, while uh, at 14 degrees Capricorn. While the um, Mercury, Mars, the Moon, and the Sun are in Cancer, this square aspect here points to domestic upheaval. So again, we're going to have uh, uh, at least two or three demonstrations next year. Issues that bring the police to the fore, massive uh, demonstrations during uh, the month of, of Libra. And I'm gonna leave right. it. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it right there because I didn't go into it. Any any deeper, you know. Right. I'm mindful of the fact that. Yeah, I just wanted you to um, touch on the whole aspect of uh, Saturn 
going into Sagittarius and leaving Scorpio? Okay, very well, very well. I did say no to this too, right? But I can I can pull it off top. Right, so the the passage of Saturn through Scorpio started on October the fifth, two thousand and twelve, and it will last. It will complete itself uh, September the seventeenth and move into Sagittarius on the eighteenth of September, two thousand fifteen. However, Saturn is is doing uh, his yearly retrograde, right? Uh, uh, um, starting on the. Give me a moment. Okay, here it goes. Saturn goes stationary on March the 13th and, and, um, Sagittarius, and it goes retro on March the 15th, so it's, it appears to stand still on, uh, against the backdrop of the, of the stars of the constellations on March the 13th, and it will stay still until March the 15th, and it will stay retro from March the 15th until August the 1st, all right, and at nine degrees, uh, the sun will be at nine degrees of Leo when this manifests. Okay, and this points to uh, children, recreation, creativity, artists, as well as CEOs and and presidents and things of this nature. So we're going to see some turbulence in the world. I didn't have an opportunity to look at the uh, astral map to see where exactly where this line fell over, because when we look over the uh, the world chart for the ingress on March the twentieth, to tell the whole year. We find that the the line that is indicated the, by the planet of moon, uh, wounds, pardon me, by the planet of wounds, which is Chiron, fell directly over um, St. Louis. However, the chapter next year falls directly over Florida. So we're going to run into some of the, the upheaval that we see that happened last year in, in, in um, St. Louis, in Missouri is going to manifest somewhere in the south uh, uh, around uh, southern Georgia or, or, or um, Florida because the line runs straight through southern Georgia all the way down to Miami, all right? So we can look to Florida or, or, or that part of the country, right, either southern uh, or Georgia or northern Florida, or all of Florida, pardon me, for upheaval to manifest around September, all right? Um, where was that? Okay, Saturn will go back into Scorpio and stay until September the 17th, where it, where it will go into Sagittarius and continue. Now, understand, Saturn's motion through Scorpio, understand, y'all, that Saturn deals with self-restraint. It deals with security. It deals with penalties, all right? And in a, on a personal level, for everybody the transit of Saturn through Scorpio pointed to the implementation of discipline and the need to exercise self-restraint in pursuit of the fulfillment of your desires. 
okay? Ego's desire is economic, carnal, emotional, regardless. Scorpio points to desire on a general level, on a collective. It also points to reproduction, okay? And reproductive processes in terms of, you know, making babies, pregnancy, breeding, and cloning. And you see how this year they announced that they finally were able to produce artificial sperm from stem cells, okay? Now, this happened while Saturn was in Scorpio. Saturn moves into Sagittarius, and the lesson for Sagittarius is indulgence, overindulgence, growing out of bounds. These are the things that Sagittarius points to. It also points to universities and uh, um, temples and places of worship, institutions of higher knowledge, basically, be they secular or religious, right? Secular meaning non-religious, having to do with politics, history, science, mathematics, as opposed to religion and spirituality. Right? But Sagittarius, in and of itself, points to the graduation from the earthly, from the beastly to the human, or from the earthly to the divine. And that advancement with Saturn there shows for humanity the penalties or the difficulties that are going to befall individuals on a collective, but individually for going out of bounds, for not preparing oneself mentally or learning all that needs to be learned to handle a specific task. These are the lessons that are going to fall on us. And it depends where Sagittarius falls in your birth chart. If it's in your financial house, then it, it pertains to your overindulgence and going overboard spending or spending on transportation or vehicles of transportation or spending on schooling. If it falls in your third house, then it deals with the way that you communicate with the world and it deals with the way that you think. And Saturn moving through that place is indicative of the need for you to secure that aspect or that activity in your life or to make use of it. So for those people who have been, um, who went to school for communications or for um, nutrition or for um, medicine, okay, or religion, because these are the mutable signs, these people are going to have the most difficulty executing their lifestyle based upon their schooling, because that's what Saturn, which represents difficulty, obstruction, uh, or, or delays and loss, represents, okay? So when it comes to foreign relations on a national level, because the United States is a Gemini rising, that puts Saturn in their seventh house. And the seventh house points to allies as, that you have treaties with, as well as open enemies with whom you do not. So Saturn moving through that place shows difficulty on part of the enemies or allies of the United States. So we're going to have some, some tension in foreign relations with, with, with that regard. If there are any terrorist attacks done in the world throughout this almost three-year passage of Saturn, then the most impacting will occur on in places of education and or transportation, okay? So you can mark my words on that one, all right? And be because of the eclipse occurring in the fire and air signs as well, right, then we can see a lot of crisis involved, especially with the Ronald's Day. It's going to be here for, for three or four more years in Aries. So for three or four more years, we're going to see a lot of upheaval, which is the Ronald's, 
manifested because of police and or military action on this land, in this territory, right? And for those who uh, are hoping for the best, you know, because I'm hoping for the best, right, understand it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. You know, especially with regard to the relation that the police are having with our with our people in the community, that's going to get worse before it gets better. And um, I did hear, pardon me, I'm, this may be a little off topic, but this, but I felt that it, the need to throw it out there because of what was discussed tonight. You know, I I, I am the emotional, intensely emotional individual, right? and I have a bitter, bitter, bitter sentiment towards uh, the authority in this country because of where they've fallen short in protecting our people under the law and where they have gone overboard abusing us, right? So, but I have heard things, you know, and being talked about because of this issue. And one of the solutions that I heard was um, quite ingenious to me, and I don't know who's going to share that sentiment, but, you know, violence doesn't always work. And, there is a way to cripple uh, this government, you know, or any government for that matter. And somebody said, you know, hackers, a hacker can just bring a, a company to his knees. Just a few months ago last year, y'all, a, a, a hacker hacked PayPal and made PayPal pay him $100,000 to, 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 to give him the back, the, the, all the information that he took out of the computer on that account. And for a couple of days, for those people who use PayPal, you should remember PayPal was closed down for a couple of hours, you know, or off and on for a couple of days until they got that issue straight. So if uh, uh, one individual can bring such an economic power to his knees, then a group of individuals can cause enough havoc in in government or in city or in municipal to make the people know that it's a way to demonstrate. Because, you know, I'm of the mind that, you know, until we actually take back our neighborhoods and start policing ourselves and showing the government that we are responsible enough to handle our own crooks like the Chinese do, like the Italians and, and, and the Russians do, those immigrants who come over here with criminal enterprises, the, their own people police them. So you don't have that abuse going on. That you that you would otherwise have because of, of, of a lack of solidarity and things of this nature. And we're going to have to start educating our youth in terms of the law. It's going to have to be a, a, a Saturn in, in, in Sagittarius. Pardon me. Points to that because Sagittarius is the guru, the guide, the um, the instructor, the professor, the imam or the preacher, he who is looked at for instruction, basically, all right, in the community. And Saturn rolling through there also points to the elders. And Sagittarius not only points to teaching, and, and, and it also points to learning. So lessons with regard to the higher law, because Sagittarius represents higher law, and Saturn represents study, discipline, learning, application, or trial and error, through trial and error, through uh, or overcoming obstacles and difficulties, requiring great patience and, and know-how and wisdom, then this fast for the next three years is what we're called to engage upon. Then are the elders must... We are no longer in a situation where we can sit back and allow other people to 
maintain and manage the, uh, our affairs, okay? And it is on the elders to step up with their wisdom and to bring that to the youth. And this is what Jupiter and Leo points to, because by itself, Jupiter says mental expansion, just like Sagittarius, because it's, a, it's what you call the transmitter for Sagittarius. So with Saturn in Sagittarius, this says elders must step up and guide the people, educate the people. And this is attained through the education and guidance of the youth because Jupiter is in the sign that points to the youth. You understand that? In other words, Jupiter's place describes how Saturn and Sagittarius is going to manifest. Okay, And as Jupiter moves into Virgo, it moves from the creative aspect to the detail interwoven working aspect of, of, of teaching and the, uh, the, the administration of details as well as nutrition, health, and conditioning. So we should use the last part of this year to get the youth's attention and, and, and with the philosophy, Jupiter being philosophy and attention being Leo. So And to get their attention, Leo, you see, and to captivate them with mentally expanding activity and or subject matter, all right? Now, this has to occur before Jupiter moves into Virgo because when Jupiter moves into Virgo, then the teaching, the philosophy, the mental expansion, or Jupiter, per se, moves into a whole other realm, and it becomes more conducive for the details, Virgo, to manifest, for a means to... How do you say? Clean up because Virgo deals with hygiene, but also Jupiter, meaning the higher mind, it deals with strengthening, cleansing, and getting into condition the higher mind is you. So where we, in the beginning, bring them in on some entertainment, this is fun, this is where we're going, it has to become work. It's going to become work. And to, to that shift there, while Saturn is in Sage, shows how the education or the mental expansion of this Mental expansionist process is supposed to manifest. You know, that's it for that idea. You know, <laughs> I think I elaborated on that quite enough. I like blueprint to me. All right. Um, let me see. We can look to uh, Saturn's motion through uh, Sagittarius to bring issues with transportation, all right, and or travel the taxes that they smack us with are going to go towards that highway. That whole program with regards to that North American highway is going to be really pushed this year because of uh, Jupiter's place in trying to Toronto. So Toronto deals with public transportation, you know, train stations, airports, airplanes, Amtrak, things of that nature, okay? And because it's in the sign of Aries trining Jupiter, then you're going to see a, 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 a whole new program with regards to that manifest. Jupiter deals with the uh, transportation. Uranus deals with the people. And Saturn and Sagittarius deals with the restrictions that are going to be put on uh, uh, these places. So you're going to see security beefed up all over the place. It's going to be more difficult to get through uh, uh, or to get a... Um, plane tickets and reservations, things of this nature. Somebody in the chat asked me to discuss a plane that disappeared. I pardon that I didn't look at that, okay? Um, Y'all might want to hit my inbox at Facebook and suggest certain things that you would like to be discussed when, when it comes to forums like this so that, you know, I can do my research and, and have it ready, 
whenever I'm called to the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also do personal readings. People that know me know this. If you want to uh, look at your monthly forecast or, or your Saturn transit to see how it will affect you and when it will bring situations that need to be dealt with, give me a call at 516-881-6992. I'm also teaching classes on the subject of astrology. There's three-hour sessions, okay? You break these sessions down according to your learning curve, and we'll know after the first session how you need to break it down, all right? Um, outside of that, they, that's basically I exhausted my notes for today, all right? Indeed. Let's give you one. I do have some hands up in the call queue so we can jump into the callers real quick. That's cool? That's cool. All right, caller. Caller from the 718-287-718-287. Caller. Peace. Shalom, shalom, family. Shalom. <laughs> this is Yael Yisrael. Just want to say it's a really enlightening show this evening. And um, <clears throat> two yes. sentiments that were really illuminating were about the emotions being balanced and our beliefs creating our world. Um, I, I went to the Hayden Planetarium and saw Dark Universe. Um, Neil deGrasse was the narrator over in the uh, American Museum of Natural History. And basically the premise of the film was that dark matter is the organizing factor behind the way that the universe is rapidly expanding. Um, and it also con- confirmed that once our attention is focused on an aspect of something, we basically start to create that thing. Um, <clears throat> pretty much law of attraction. So listening to the show tonight, what I was thinking about um, is the fact that what we think about, we bring about. So my, my, my concern, my question, my focus is like, okay, when you do these type of queries and you, you ask the question and you get back the information as such, um, does our attention begin to now create this? Meaning, okay, I'm afraid now, not me personally, but let's say, right, oh, all of this is going to be happening and the military action and, okay, I can't make money in this area and restriction. And so that becomes people's focus. So it occurred to me that, okay, I know there's going to be a group or a class of people that has to be cultivated, whether you call it the healers, the priestly class, whomever, where our focus has to be moved completely off of these negative events and onto a calculated, committed cycle of actions, meditation, visualization, prayer, and even acts of kindness, you know, making healing potions, tonics, crafts, whatever. Um, Because at the end of it all, it's like, okay, if we're looking at dark matter as the organizing force of the universe and the the Lord of all worlds, worlds, the creator of all worlds is really in charge, how can we now begin to realize that, okay, who's the dark matter? And how will we tap into ourselves so that we can actually begin to organize for all beings on the planet and throughout the universe to have a positive experience of life as we know it? as opposed to it just being the reaction, reaction, reaction. Are you you ready for my response? Yes. All right. 
spiritual cultivation and development is an individual thing. We can't look at the chart on a collective and read that because in so much as that is concerned, man, the, the chart is indic- indic- indicative of the fact that man at this point is spiritually degenerative despite the few individuals, all right, few. When I say few, they, they run into the thousands and seem numerous. But in proportion to the entire population of man, we're sliding down. It's not going to get better. So on an individual level, you have to maintain that optimistic practice and philosophy. On a collective, when you look at the world, as it is, you know, we say uh, the sun is going to rise tomorrow at a specific time. Right? All of the all of the mastery of metaphysical or, or wizardry, positive or negative, cannot ever be applied to stop the whole universe from moving. So that puts you in the mind frame that you are responsible for your own actions in, in the midst of what goes on, negative or positive. What's deep is that for every negative, there's a positive involved that it is, is subliminal, sublime, that is not seen and not evident. So when we look at the world chart, we understand the nature of how most people are going to react. And the reading is given to the collective with regards to the majority, how it affects the majority. Then when we look at it strictly on the positive, all right, ignoring the fact that most of the world is not spiritually developed, then you realize it becomes an individual task. It's not something that you can just pronounce. Okay, we're all going to pray. We're all going to do this because we're all not going to do that. See, people aren't uh, 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 nowadays aren't spiritually motivated collectively enough to do that. Obviously, we can't even get together to protest uh, 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 the, the murder of innocent children outrightly without even, you know, execution, without a, without a trial. So it isn't that I don't um, I don't advocate what's positive, I just look at, I'm a realist, you know, and I look at what I, how I know the world is developing, you know, it's not like uh, people are becoming conscious and turning righteous and droves, this is not happening, for the majority of how people act, we can just look at society and see how, how uncivilized the world is, so because of that, I focus on what's most likely to occur and what's most likely to be done with. The righteous will see these things and prepare themselves for it. That's the best answer I can muster at this moment. Okay. That really was, um, I got that. And the question was really based on the overall, like even from the beginning, you know, destiny, even from you know, what Red and blue was saying, so it was just it's an overall question. So it wasn't necessarily just about what you stated. Yeah, when we look at when we look at the evolution of consciousness with regards to humanity on, on the global, okay, we can't even isolate it to one year. We have actually to go back twelve thousand, thirteen thousand years and look at the evolution of man collectively to see how the world has come and evolved to its present state 
to understand how that cycle unfolds. We're really looking at a, 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 a quarter of a cycle that is 68,000 years old. I mean, long, pardon me, wide. So, and right now we're only 5,116 years into that 68,400-year cycle. We're only at the beginning. And the cycle to which I reference is what uh, is known as the Kali Yuga. Uh, you know, and I receive a lot of debate with that from people who want to see the altruists, those who want to see the best side of the situation, and those who want to say, well, we don't need to focus on the negative. Well, my, my mind is this, and we know that tornado season occurs in March. You know, we don't need to say, well, it's February. We don't need to think about March. And we need to think about March right now, here in February, before March gets here, so we'll be ready to deal with what March brings. That's my idea. Because I understand that the rest of humanity isn't reaching like the minority of people that are trying to see harmony in the world. And when we look at the entire evolution of civilization, we know that it's devolving. Just one example is not even 6,000 years ago we had an empire called Kemet that was that throve, thrived for more than 6,000 years straight without disruption. Okay? If man was able to do that then, he was spiritually level enough to unite and build pyramids and to carve cities out of, out of mountain ranges. When we look at the entire empire of Kush, not just ancient Egypt, man was at a very high spiritual level. And in the last 6,000 years, there's nosedives. Okay? Nosedives. So, in terms of morality and spirituality, and the illusion that, well, you know, somebody said to me, well, back in the 1800s, they would cut a baby out of a mother, and, you know, right in front of her husband so he could see and instill fear of everybody in the plantation, and it, it, it couldn't be much worse than that. Now, you know, it couldn't, it's not worse than that. It's not that bad then. So now, they don't do it overtly. They put it in the food. They're altering the food. They make a slave out of you with the fluorine in the water by, by uh, making you pass it. They're making it the law that you can only eat artificial food. So they don't need to hang on a woman when they can just alter genetically the entire will of a people altogether. Now, that right there uh, uh, is more wicked to me, you see. When we look at how... That nations used to last for millennia, thousands of years. And then we look back from the last 6,000 years. Nations don't even last for, for 300 years anymore. You see? So we see the, the, the spiritual fabric of, of, and the conscious fabric of mankind crumbling. And mind you, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So you have to strive on an individual basis and touch as many people and influence as many people as you can because that's what we're here to do. You know, it's despite uh, the struggle. Man is here on this planet to survive, survive regardless of the severe weather conditions. The fact that the earth swings from, uh, how do you say, universal summer on this planet to universal winter, the ice ages, and that pendulum swings every two million 
of 592,000 years, okay? So we are here and have been here through that several times, okay? So we are here to learn how to bring the negative to uh, 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 really to maintain ourselves in the midst of the world, in the midst of the negativity. So I really don't uh, 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 concentrate or wish too hard on what's not going to happen. What's not going to happen is that man is going to start spiritually rising up all over the planet and righteousness and peace is going to spread. It's not going to happen no time soon. In reality, in reality, when you look at the entire number line, man is falling. He, he, he hasn't even started to get up. And we're not just talking about the the Asiatic black man, okay, or the Moors. We're talking about man, period. Chinese, Asian, European, African, all the way on the board. When you go to Africa today, the, 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 the spiritual people are a minority. The colonists have succeeded in brainwashing generations of you. Now you got it over there where the whole thing is technologizing and catching up to the to the Western world. That's their priority. That's a major political agenda in every African country right now. Catching up with the Europeans. Consequently, the generations have passed, they started to drop the culture. So it's no longer it's, it's like the American Indians. They want to be like the Caucasians, like the conqueror. See? So it is it, it, it is far from the upward motion, and it is obviously in a downward spiral. So the object is to find yourself in that current and not let your boat be taken down with the rest of them. These are interesting times. Indeed. You guys call us? Hello? Yeah, we got other callers? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get to the other caller. Sister Larson, you there? Hello? Yes. Hello? Please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, my phone is like mute, off, mute, off. Yeah, I got that, and I, and I do appreciate that, uh, Thorough analysis, and um, that's what it is. Maintain your boat in the current. I got that. Thank you for that response. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, shalom. All right. Shalom. Peace. Yeah. Give me one second. My board is kind of doing his own thing right now. And I want to also explain something to the family about quote-unquote New Year. Um, We didn't even get into serious rising on January 1st and how the ball dropping ceremony is, is coinciding with that. But also you know, if you look at life and the gestation period of life, and we understand that, you know, life begins in darkness, literally, you know what I'm saying? Triple stages of darkness at that. And after nine months, comes into light. You know, the child comes through the birth canal and it takes his first breath and that first light. 
is exposed to. You know, we're going through the same process in regards to how this calendar is constructed. You know, we're putting the seeds in the earth during this period of darkness, during this period of winter, and we're cultivating, uh, you know, or nourishing. The land has already been tilled. We have to nourish that seed to grow into that uh, that plant that breaks ground and gets that first ray of light. So if you think about this quote-unquote new year like that, then in your mind you can program yourself to honor both of the ceremonies and prepare yourself for that grand rising, which is in spring. You know what I'm saying? But there are uh, it's a process. Life is a process as well. You know, they say that nothing new is born under the sun, but all things new are born in the darkness under the moon. According to the farmers. The 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 other side of of Saturn in a positive note, right? Saturn represents building, right? Calculating and structure, all right, implementing structure and security for stability, all right? And alone by itself, Sagittarius points to growth, expansion, all right? Uh, growth outwardly as well as inwardly, okay? It deals with, um, on a plain subject, uh, 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 subject, dealing with subject matter. It deals with doctrine when it comes to religion, right? It deals with the rules and, excuse me, rules and regulations, the practices, the, the um, dogma, the must-dos and must-not-dos and, and practices and rituals and things of this nature. So with Saturn rolling into Sagittarius, it would be advisable for people to draw on the disciplines, Saturn, that were developed and built and put into place and formed and given structure right, by the wise men, which is what Sagittarius represents, of society. So we can use the disciplines and um how you say, dogma of religion without being religious, you understand? A way to do that is is to recognize the civility of those rules, right? Want for your brother what you want for yourself. You don't have to be a Christian, you understand, to implement that civil act and that discipline, though it arises in religion, though it arises out of the Sagittarius, the reward through adhering and, and, and implementing that discipline will manifest itself simply by virtue of the fact that you're using the higher vibration of that planetary motion. This is what I try to tell people when I'm doing readings. They're like, yeah, well, how do I counter that? And I, I draw it back to uh, a hadith that uh, I recall. It was reported that the Prophet Muhammad said, that Allah sends not down a disease on the people on the fly of a wing, that the cure is not found on the other side of that wing. You understand? So that figure, I mean, scientifically, I, that's, that's poopycock, man. I'm, I'm not going for that. A, a, a disease carrying fly don't have the cure. But the idea that it points to in, in reference to uh, astrology, when we look at the negatives, right, Mars conjuncting Pluto, negative means violent death or death by fire or death by blood disease or death by head injury or death by assault 
or just purely assassination, right? That's the worst. But on the positive note, it represents leading and initiating proactive activity, Mars, right, for transformation and self-improvement, Pluto. So when we look at that configuration in the lives of a man who everybody here is familiar with, Malcolm X, Al-Hajj, a.k.a. Al-Hajj Malik Al-Shabazz, okay, he and his undeveloped spiritual immoral state was a crook. He carried a gun and a knife. He shot at people. You know, he broke in houses, things of this nature. This is all Mars and Pluto on the negative. But he transformed himself, transformed Pluto himself, Mars. He made a permanent transition for and self-improvement for the better For in, in the name of his people, Capricorn, I mean, pardon me, Cancer. It was in the sign of Cancer when he was born, and Cancer points to your homies, your your countrymen, your own people, the people you grew up around, as well as the people you would identify with most if you were overseas. Okay, like if you've been in if you've been in Saudi Arabia for ten years, you learn to speak Arabic. You're wearing a kifaya and a a jalabiya. Now you're pretty much integrated into the culture, and all of a sudden you see somebody tripping down the street. Now you feel like you're in Brooklyn all over again. See that? Even though you don't know this individual, he is cancer describes the moon describes this individual in your birth chart because of the home factor that you right. Yeah, okay. So he had Mars and Pluto in cancer, so he was about improving and leading his people. He used the higher vibration of that eventually. He still couldn't avoid getting assassinated, you know, which which I say to people, you know, that everything you see that happens, what you call unpleasant, you know, some of this stuff is comic. You you fully, like, you know, I'm going to give you an example. Um, I, I do my own shot naturally, right? And I see events that come all the time, and I I speak with my friends about them, you know. And you know, I I practice all the positive thought in the world when I'm looking at a negative aspect in my own birth chart. You see, <laughs> so that <laughs> you know, I try to be optimistic as hell because I understand that that helps to you know get through the situation regardless of what happens, right? So I'm telling. Uh, uh, um, you know, my my brother, I said, yo, I, I'm in a Mars window. I told you this, group. I'm in a Mars window for, for a couple of weeks, and um, it denotes death and or serious injury. You know, and I told another brother, you know, the very day that it began, I got on my motorcycle, and I was like, man, I have no business getting on this bike. And he's like, why you say that? Because I'm in high accident energy, you know, for the next two weeks. And he's like, well, why would you get on the bike? I said, man, you know, the the the... the the symbols here point to an accident, an impact. I don't have to be on a bike for that to happen. You see, I could be walking through the street and get hit by a car like I did in in two thousand in, in the year two thousand or or, or nineteen seventy nine for that matter. When I was on a bike and got ran over by a car. So you, I said, you know, this energy points to an accident, but I'm aware of it, so I might be able to circumvent it. Okay. Indeed, I got into an accident that day, okay, but um, and I wasn't able to circumvent it. However, I didn't die, so the worst didn't manifest. I was seriously injured, and um, the injury just healed up about a month ago, so it took about seven months for those injuries to, to, to go away to a point where I couldn't detect them anymore, all right? But, and, and I put, I, I say to myself, if I wasn't thinking positive, maybe I would have died, you know? 
but I doubt very seriously from from all my past experience that it is rare to escape what is meant for you, you know. And and people say, well, I can think positive. Yeah, you certainly can. You are free to, to maintain any state of mind you can possibly achieve through your self-discipline. That doesn't change the fact that you have to deal with that energy. And the fact that we are born into this form to learn to deal with these energies in the physical form which showed individuals that you, it is really not meant that you overcome every situation. How are you going to learn if you defeat reality every time? It's just not going to happen. You got to be a realist, you know. You have to take the energy that you know you're convert that you're confronting, and if it's a negative energy, you have to consciously make the best of it. It's just like a rainy day, you know. You plan a picnic. You know, and the day starts out well, and then, lo and behold, come 11 o'clock, y'all just getting there, just setting up the picnic tables, just getting ready, and it starts pouring. You have to take the picnic into uh, uh, under the shelter now. There's no football game. I mean, there's no baseball game. There's no swimming now down at the lake, you know, but we're all going to have a good time anyway. That is what we have the power to do. We don't have the power to stop the rain, but we do have the power to make that rainy day the best it can possibly be, you see? All right. Let me um, let me go take another caller real quick while I have the, uh, the uh, you know, the cursor working in my favor. Call from the 215-609-215. Peace. Peace. Can you hear me? Peace. Absolutely. Oh, man, this is, uh, this is Mr. E. I just wanted to call in real quick uh, before the show ends. And just say thank you once again um, to everybody that was on the call, you know, especially to the Pills just for having the platform and, and to all the guests, you know, Lloyd Strayhorn, uh, Destiny Grinding, and the big homie Rock, who um, I don't want to interrupt your wisdom too much. I just want to say thank you. And uh, I'm loving it, man. Just keep keep doing your thing. I'm in the building. Peace, Lord. Peace, peace, my brother. Dude. All right, family. We are taking donations over at PMorePuse at Gmail. That's the PayPal. I got the KTL site being put together. Um, I'll have it ready by the anniversary show, you know what I'm saying, uh, God willing, which is, I believe, the second week of January. We got some, you know, definitely got some trees coming up in the next cycle. All right, we'll keep you. Inform family. Let's go to another call. Seven one three five three eight seven one three five three eight. Call a peace. Seven one three. Call a peace. Go to eight six two two three nine eight six two two three nine. Peace to the caller. Peace. Greetings. Peace. Greetings. I was just listening in, trying to understand as much as I possibly could. Do you have any questions to help you understand a little better? Well, you know, I I really don't fully understand the interpretation of the charts because I was accustomed to just, you know, looking at horoscopes and things of that nature, but not knowing how in-depth that it actually went. But um, it's like within the last year, so I started to get a, a, um, a introduction just to the planetary influence on so many aspects of our lives and society in general. 
and I could I could agree with many of the things that you've said concerning what's coming in the future only because I've been feeling it myself. My thing is, if I'm surrounded by other folks who don't believe that these things are possible or that energy energy could actually um, influence our um, thoughts and our actions, I mean, how do I counteract that? that negative energy or that energy of disbelief because I I I want to be prepared and uh, prepared as much as I possibly can but I don't everyone isn't awake at the same time or at least they're not opening their eyes at the same time so I see that like they see and I know this sounds kind of uh coarse Right? But this is the way it is. If you're on a boat, right? say you were on the Titanic when it crashed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't take everybody. There are going to be people that they don't want to get on a rowboat. <laughs> you think they'd rather mm-hmm. swim. Some people would just go down with the boats because mm-hmm. they don't believe it's the refuge off that boat. It's a matter of um, the people that are willing. I mean that's all you can you can heal the sick you can't you can't raise the dead so you have people who refuse and and these are the people around you who do not believe it's not even a matter of belief in terms of the science that I'm responsible we can show and prove it you know it's just a matter of ten fifteen minutes we can show and prove every mark on the body you understand that you weren't born with as well as those you were born with so when when you look at it like that. You you know, people that don't believe, they're not looking at the reality of this situation, you know. And you have to deal with the reality. You are going to be accountable. You are the one that's going to uh, suffer if you leave yourself in a situation to be overcome by those circumstances. And those people that are not willing to, to, to step up out of it, I mean, all you can do is call them. You're not going to jump off the boat. All you can do is call them to the boat, hey, swim over here. We can get you on board. We can save you. And if they don't want to swim to the boat, that's that. I mean, that's that's, a, that's the harshest, you know, I mean, that's the, the realest, you know, not the harshest uh, response I can give, but that's the realest thing I can say. It's like everybody's not going to want it. It's like when it's time for dinner and, and you got 15 people in the house and you scream, time for dinner, only eight people coming to the table. Well, what are you going to do with some other people? You going to make them eat? You can't. You know? can't. That you cannot. No one is blinder than he who refuses to see. And, and and a lot of our people are right there at that point. They refuse to see. It isn't even a matter of you rationalizing it enough. You know, people are 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 made for this. You know, apparently it appears so. That people are made for this and some people are not. Some people are actually you know, they start Your charts indicate hardship, and you know you you look at that, and you uh, when you go over their past and, and see all the concurring uh, emotion with all the hardships in their life, right? and you ask yourself, you know, that this person was born with this configuration. What did they do to deserve this? You know, but there's a karma, there's karma involved. You know, some people gravitate towards harmony, and other people gravitate towards discord. And it all has to do 
with the lessons that we are supposed to receive individually on, on our spiritual quest as a human being, you know? So when we can't really uh, over-concern ourselves with those who will not participate. Concern yourself with those who will. It'll go a lot easier on you. It might take you a minute to get used to that idea because, believe me, if you're focused on the idea that you can help as many people and whether they realize it or not, you can still help them, then you're going to run into that brick wall. You're going to eventually realize that you cannot pull anyone out of that pit that does not grab the rope. Okay. You know, my concern at this point is that I have I have a teenage son, and I'm 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 responsible for him, and I'm trying to get him to understand things that I know may seem a little bit too complicated. How old is he? He's sixteen. Okay, so he just came out of a sad and opposition, and um, a very turbulent time for. Uh, uh, youth. Is his father present? Does he have a father figure? Yes, he does. My husband okay. is like, he doesn't know what to do with him either. I mean, I think he feels as though he made the, he gave him the best example in terms of hard work and effort like that. But he, you I think I relate. Yeah. Okay, what do I you think I relate more. Take my number down. Because we're okay. not, I'm not going to be able to give you a solution without looking at his birth chart, and, and, and that's going to take some work and without speaking to him. So take take my number down, 516-881-6992. Okay. 516-881-6992? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Call me between 12 and 6 p.m., between 12 noon and 6 p.m., whatever post you're on, whatever time zone you're in. Okay. okay. Well, are you at Eastern Standard Time? Yes, ma'am. That'll work. Okay. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. I appreciate it. I said. Absolutely. Indeed. Peace. Peace. Okay, we're going to take one more caller. Go to call from the 225 210 225 210 Call a peace. Good evening. Um, I have a question. I have been tuning in to the show, and I've, you know, heard a lot of, um, you know, it talking about, you know, the universal laws and cause and effect and, um, karma and different things like that. So my question is, um, knowing how how everything works, like, you know, what you do, you know, comes back to you and, um, you know, stuff like that. So I was wondering, you know, the, the people that have been oppressing and afflicting and just, you know, running rampant in the earth and causing all of this chaos for all these years, why is it, well, it seems like that karma, you know, the universal law does not apply to them. See, you know, it in does. a sense, so that they have been, you know, been able to do this for all of this, you know, this time, you know, hundreds of years, and still be able to maintain 
you know, that position of power and everything like that. I recall hearing a, a teaching or a concept where this guy, um, he talked about, you know, the uh, Genesis 1 creation versus the Genesis 2 creation. Um, I can't just repeat everything he was saying, but the overall thing he was um, explaining was that, um, you know, that the Genesis 1 creation was like, a, I guess, a, a lower God or something that kind of came and manipulated the original creation. You know, it's like a world within a world or a universe. Um, and that this is where, um, I guess, we are existing now. And, and that created universe created by this lower God. Um, are you familiar with that? I've read quite a few uh, doctrines that that go into stuff like that, the Urantia and uh, the Mithra, the doctrine of Mithra and things of that nature. I don't subscribe to that idea. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't see where where it fits into the scheme of things and on a realistic point. If the universe has been altered, what it was then, it is not now. I only concern myself with what it's doing now and what we're able to calculate in its motions in the future. Uh, it'll be zillions of years before this set of events alters to a recognizable degree. So whatever it was zillions of years before is of no consequence, and, and I can't apply that because I don't have any knowledge of how, how it was and how it was manipulated, even if it was. You understand? Yes. So um, could you answer the first question about, um, you know, what it appears to be like, you know, the people that are, you know, creating all this okay. chaos? Certainly. Certainly. I'm of the mind that, you know, people believe that we're supposed to come down here and create heaven on earth, you know. I don't, I don't submit to that doctrine. You know, I'm of the mind that we are on a celestial body, there is a dying sun. It used to be a sun, and at one point in its evolution, um, it was paradise all over this planet, and now it has de- uh, degraded or degenerated into its present state. Proof of claim in terms of degeneration is that they find amber, if you know what amber is, it's tree sap that has petrified and become solid and hard as a rock. Okay, they find amber that is millions of years old with 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 uh, air bubbles in it. And when they, when they break the amber and test the content of oxygen in the air bubbles, they find that at one point the, the oxygen on this planet was uh, 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 82%. It is only 12% now. And this is the reason why the larger animals, the, the, the giant mosquitoes that were found, the giant fish and the, the giant uh, dinosaurs and the giant men, of the, of the skeletons that they've been finding were so big because they had oxygen to sustain those forms and that this earth has, the, the atmosphere of this earth has evolved and it is dissipating, it's evaporating. E- e- millions of years from now, it'll be like the moon without an atmosphere whatsoever. It'll be like Mars with a very, 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 very thin atmosphere and proof that there was water and rivers and lakes and oceans on Mars is, is extent and proof that there were these things on the moon is extent. But to look at 
humanity in terms of when Earth gets to that point is futile because that's several millions and millions of years. We'll be long gone before that occurs. So, so, so questions of such magnitude that um, they require a little bit more thought than that. But in terms of why there are there is a preponderance of wickedness in the earth and why these people are able to stay, is it, 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 if you look at it realistically, this is the training ground for your spirit. Okay? So the obstacle course is going to be rough. I mean, that's just the way I see it. And the wickedness is able to uh, uh, flourish in the land because of the phase of spiritual development we're in, then we need to face those things. And it's like uh, the harsh reality, the harsh necessity of, you know, uh, Hitler. Somebody says to me, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't God's doing, Hitler. That wasn't the universe's doing. But if you look at Hitler's chart, he had a command of Mars and a command of Saturn, which would make him a cruel individual. And had uh, he had children, and he never, uh, I didn't know who, whose chart it was. I would look at it and say, this is a very rigid, strict, 